Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. Another Bass and Brews podcast. We got a we got a good time for you tonight. I think this ain't somebody I know very well, but they seem pretty interesting. On the side note, we don't have a guest co-host, so if they suck, it's their fault. Now, first thing I want to cover: hooks at hoodlums. You'll see if you're watching this on the YouTube's up in the top right corner. There's an emblem. Hooks at Hoodlums, get your fishing apparel, use the code HEELS10, H-E-E-L-S-10 to get your 10% discount. They are not a sponsor. They are just wonderful, great people. Three guys who love to piss each other off so often that when we get on a live broadcast with them, the whole time they're angry at each other. It's really, really wonderful. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Because we're going to have a really, really fun time. I hope, I think, because we have a stranger on. I'm going to bring him on now. Mr. Drunk Wood, I'm not sure what your parents were smoking when they named you. <laughs> but I, I really do love the name being country. Uh, here, Let me tell you first how I got the name Drunk Wood. Obviously, that's not my first name. But when I was married oh, oh, to my... Come out, come out. That's not your first name? No, but in well, I, thought that, I thought drunk was your first name and wood was your last name. No, and lots of people, huh. like in fishing people, a lot of fishing people don't know my real name. So, like in their phone, I'm like drunk wood, dinky wood, woodward, drunk wood guy. Yeah, so it's no, I wish, but how I got the name was when I was married to my first Ashley, uh, I came up with three names and this was the name that she hated the most, so I that's that's how I chose it. So yeah, is that the quick. name that's all on the legal documents for the first Ashley? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I got to keep I got to keep that. I got to hey, keep hey, the drunk with name. Hey, we're at two minutes and fifty seconds. Three, two, one. Favorite cuss word? Fuck! You didn't say it. I I have too many favorites. It's, oh my god! It's, it's probably see you next Tuesday, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> All right. So what is your real name then? Tell tell the uh, My real name is John King. Like and, the uh, No, like the CNN guy, John King. I don't, I don't know who that is. Oh, the CNN guy? I think he died of cancer or has cancer or will be dying of cancer soon. 
but whatever. Hey, before I start talking, though, can we open a drink? Because I I need a drink to get lubricated. All right. First of all, this is not your podcast. This is my podcast. (laughs) We follow my rules. It it oh no, crack it open yet. Don't crack it open yet. People who actually listen to the podcast have their the drink that they're drinking off to the side and they wait for the drink that they're gonna crack to drink and that so we end up double fisted. But yes, let's let's get all right, all right. So let's get to that. What all right, what are you drinking tonight, Mr. Drunk? Well, I got super excited because my wife was in Maine and I thought she'd bring me back a bunch of cool Maine beers, but she didn't bring back shit. So uh, I'm drinking Hop Juju, which is from Fatheads, which is from uh, Ohio. It's a Imperial I- Double IPA, which is my favorite style at 9% ABVs. We crack them together. 9%. Holy shit. Y'all, y'all hear this? This man got a beer in there with nine alcohols in it. Well... I'm still fat, and until I'm not fat anymore and don't get heartburn and indigestion from good beer, I'm drinking White Claw Surge. One day, some some executive from White Claw is going to see this, and we're going to be famous. What? Uh, I'm going to a wedding this Saturday for the head of brewery production for White Claw. You show him this. We have <laughs> tens. We have fives of tens of listeners. On this podcast, and I drink this shit every week, and I love it. And I even put it on yeah. my social medias. All right, this got eight alcohols in it, so I'm behind Mr. Drunkwood already. But here we go. You ready to crack this open, house? Three, two, one. Ooh, that was a good crack on your side. But the difference is, is you got to remember, I'm fancy. Yeah, well, I do things fancy. It doesn't, you can be fancy, not fancy. We're all about a good time here, and we don't discriminate against good times on Bass and Brews. And Bass and Brews, before I forget, is your weekly distraction from high quality podcast content. So if y'all want to listen to something worth listening to, go find somebody else because here we're all about fun with a little bit of fishing mixed in. Mr. Mr. Drunkwood, Mr. King, introduce yourself. Who you be, dude? Uh, why is there no comments on the comments thing? Do people actually listen and comment on it? Uh, well, right now we're we're <laughs> we're live, which means that we're recording, but we're not live. Oh, why the fuck are we doing this then? Well, it's going to get posted. <laughs> it's going to get posted. It's just. It's just our regular recordings are not live events. They're recorded and, and they're so I forgot. Brian's is live. If Brian's is live, why can't mine be live? Well, you didn't ask. Brian asked. It's it's just like it's just like the, the, the first time that you know you get with your significant other and they tell you you love them and, and you ask them, Well, why? They answer the question. If you don't ask them why, you never know why they love you. You don't just ask for why, you just hope for over the pants stuff is what I'm talking about. <laughs> so so I did not cover this in, in the in the the pre blah blah stuff, but this is live, but it's not live live. So ain't nobody commenting and watching it, but it's going to YouTube. But there ain't no editing. What happens and what is said and what is done on camera goes to the social medias. 
I guess I'm going to be able to get to watch that other episode of Marvelous Miss Maisel tonight, then, because this one will be short. Oh, well, shit. We'll end it right now. (laughs) (laughs) I I have at least two other people I can bring on here. I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right, so what do you you want to know? So we'll go. See, I told y'all in my monologue this shit was going to go off fucking rails early as shit, and here we are. Introduce yourself. Who who is John? There you go. Get get that Emily post up. But we need we need that ring finger to be behind the pinky. It's not just the pinky. There we go. Yeah. Hey, I'm surprised you have all your fingers being a woodworker, which we'll get into later. So introduce yourself. Who, who's John? It's because I don't watch YouTube videos. Because if I watch YouTube videos, I wouldn't be able to chop saw and stuff. So all I do is do podcasts. Huh? Um. John King, that's interesting. That's it's it's convoluted, and maybe we should maybe we should get in the time machine. Should we? You want to pretend we're in a time machine? So nineteen eighty four DeLorean. Oh God, no! I don't. I don't want to hear about the night that you became Drunkwood. Okay. Do you want to? What brought you? you what, brought, what brought you to this point in time? To where we are right now. You've ran out of a lot of people who talk to you and would like to be a guest on the show. Wow. Is that why? Wow. <laughs> uh, the may, why I'm here, if you want to go six degrees of Kevin Bacon, the six degrees would point to your last guest. I probably wouldn't have any connection to the fishing industry if it wasn't for the one and the only Brian the Carpenter. Who um, comes to find out hates the name the Carpenter. <laughs> I thought you were drinking White Claw Surge. Why is there a beer bottle in your hand? <laughs> well, if, if anybody knows anything about this podcast, I might drink all kinds of weird shit tonight. So, look, this is my podcast. I ask questions. You talk. Okay. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the start of who I am. Um so Brian the Carpenter gets you to where we are right now, but what's your journey? Fishing wise. What is your what fishing is your wise. fishing journey? My fishing journey. All right. So to go back to it, I, I will say is I used to be a college professor and counselor. And while I was doing that, I was also I also ran our Kentucky Guild of Brewers. So I worked in the craft beer industry and I did a beer podcast and put on beer events. And I also did a side woodworking business called Drunkwood, so which is all made of burn barrel staves and different types of wood. So pretty much, I was I was so awesome at my university job that I only did it like ten hours a week. So I would focus on. Are you masturbating? No, no, I'm, you- I'm 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 cleaning my whiteboard because on Bass and Brews, Paul Hills has his whiteboard. Uh, it, too- I don't know if you ever. I don't know if you look, ever look, watched Conan, but you kind of look like the masturbating bear from Conan O'Brien. <laughs> well, look, you're you're a handsome feller. I will say that, but you are not handsome enough for me to masturbate to another man. So keep going. All right. So to go back to it, um, I pretty much I'm from Central Illinois, so that's uh, I'm from right around where Matt Pangrak is from. Uh, we probably actually ran into each other like church focused fishing things where I got kicked out of because of my poor language. Um, but, 
I basically, I've grown up on the river. So uh, my parents divorced when I was younger. So we lived on a huge corporate farm that was where the Illinois River meets the uh, Spoon River. So Illinois River, which was one of the worst bass fishing tournaments of all time, Bassmaster. <laughs> and then um, my dad, when they divorced, he moved to the other side of the river and on a big lake. So basically, uh, my dad's house, you could open the back door and cast off of it. My mom's house was full of ditches because in order to get the irrigation into the fields, we'd take the water from the river and put it in all these ditches. Well, with that came giant catfish, carp, bullhead, and all that other stuff. So when I was a little kid, uh, basically, my mom would just drop me off the ditches with fishing poles and shit. So I just, you know, use chicken livers and stuff like that or do a bunch of throw lines fishing for catfish and stupid carp, which I fucking hate. Um, so basically, I kind of have always grown up around the water. Now, it hasn't been the best water because it's the goddamn Illinois and Spoon River, uh, which the Illinois River was was one of the first rivers ever to get Asian carp. So mm. when we were in high school, you can look it up. They started the, God damn it, what's the, the Redneck Fishing Tournament, where in Bass, Illinois, they, they take river boats as big as you can and try to get as many of the Asian carp in there with nets, baseball bats, hockey masks, all <laughs> while they're drinking on the river. So it's, it's, look it up on YouTube. It's a, it's a pretty interesting thing that they have going there. And then all of a sudden, you know, we know the carp left. So grew up on the river and then my, my dad was awesome enough to get remarried and he remarried a lady whose um, dad owned a bunch of farm ground and on that farm ground had two huge lakes and seven ponds. So in between these two lakes were seven fishing ponds. So when I was in high school, so when I was in high school and growing up, I basically, my dad would take me there and we'd go fishing all the time. And my dad, my dad never bass fished. He was always panfish, bluegill. And I was always the one that would bass fish with like, you know, beetle spin spinner baits or like the, the raspberry scented pre-rigged worms. It was called the worm. It was something <laughs> we, that my PB is on a three hooked worm. Um, so we had all these worms. <laughs> the little gold, the all, little gold hook, three hook worm. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, we had all these farm ponds. So I thought I was a badass and a good fisherman because I could catch all these fish in these farm ponds. And my dad started getting pissed because I'd just bring them home. So I know it's a question later, but yes, we ate the shit out of largemouth bass. Um, but what was also my man, cool. Eat them bitches. They're good eating. You my, bunch of damn. My, but hold on, hold on, hold go on. Ahead. I'm going to say this right now. I've said it before. I'm going to say it right now. If you're too good to eat largemouth bass, you probably need to go back and go do something else besides fish because they good eat. Well, we had one, one of our big lakes, which was, you could see 30 feet down with a bunch of weeds. I mean, it was full of nothing but 10 to 11 inches. So, Oh, you, yeah, you got, the, yeah, we had to, yeah. just, I mean, I went, I took my boat home this summer for the first time because I hadn't fished there since probably God, when did I graduate? 16, probably 16, 17 years. And I put, put the boat in and my dad and I probably caught like 50 of them and threw them in the live <laughs> just so we could <laughs> catch them and everything. Um, so I was basically in high school. I only played basketball. I didn't really get athletic and good looking until college. So, uh, I just basically fished and worked all the time. Uh, what was also cool was my, my step grandpa had another, had a brother who also had a ton of strip pit ponds. 
in central Illinois that he stocked with smallmouth. So my PB for a while was from a farm, was a five pounder from a farm pond in central Illinois, which would be kind of the last place that you would ever look. Um, so high school was doing that. And then also I had my best friend um, who growing up pretty much, I stayed at his house every weekend because my parents were out doing shit. They were separated. So basically his dad would, you know, take us out trout line fishing and do that thing. You know, he'd make the joke, you're the masturbator and everything like that. <laughs> and along with, along with his dad, he introduced us to a lot of dirty jokes and this radio show called Bob and Tom show, which I don't know if you've ever heard of the Bob and Tom show, but it's basically something I grew up with that pretty much gave me my sense of humor and ability to turn everything into a dick and sex joke. Okay, so so down here in in the Carolinas in the South, we had the John Boy and Billy show. That sounds hillbilly as shit. It, it is. I, it is. They're this, they're from they're is, from Graham they're from Graham, North Carolina, and uh, you, you, I'm I'm sure you can find that shit online now. They still they still record it. John Boy and Billy, and uh, they're. they're there's no dirty jokes and shit like that in it, but it's it's country. It's pretty redneck. Oh no, these are. I mean, th- this Bob and Tom had shows called. I mean, they did songs and they had all these comedians. It was based out of Indianapolis, so anytime comedians would come in, they'd come in there oh. and sing their songs. So like, you know, Rodney Carrington's "Dear Penis" or "Prison <laughs> Bitch" or no, no, or John Boy Hooter- Billy is is family friendly, <laughs> but it's still now, country. These are, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, and that's how it gave me the ability to be driving in a truck and taking any song and in my head, rewriting all the lyrics to that song <laughs> to something perverse and dirty. So that's, that's what me and my good. best friend would do. He's now a distinguished uh, biology professor, <laughs> but uh, we would just have tapes and tapes and tapes of, you know, songs we'd remake about girls in our high school's boobs and just stupid shit like that, that, you know, if it ever came out today, he would probably be in trouble. But he had a crick behind his house. And now, do you say crick or hold creek? On, hold on, hold on, hold on. He had a what? Crick. <laughs> Motherfucker, when your neck hurts in the morning because you slept <laughs> wrong, that's a crick. You got a crick in your no. neck. When, when, no, you, when you got, when, no, 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 it's my podcast, let me talk. When you got a flowing water in a ditch behind your house, that's called a creek. A creek. No, it's a creek. Well, we would say in the creek. Creek. And John, creek. how's uh, it? Spell, spell the word. Spell it. Creek? Spell it. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get my <laughs> whiteboard out. Let's spell this word together. First, first letter. C. Second. R. E. E. K. Creek. Okay. Creek. <laughs> this is what you say. No, no, no. That's whatever. whatever. This is what you say. That shit ain't <laughs> right, Bo. Look, I'm country, and we don't even talk stupid shit like creek. This ain't creek. I guess that's where you grew up. Because the thing is, I grew up in Central Illinois, but every area has hillbillies. So, like Massachusetts, I I hang out a lot in Massachusetts. They got hillbillies there. I mean, it's just as redneck as you can be. Um, so, ter- <laughs> so ter- right, your story. What brought you here? Because we're 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 twenty minutes in, 
and and we still don't know what, what we we still trying to follow the story. So tell yeah, take all my shut the podcast. hell up. I'll keep talking. Uh, so high school, <laughs> I started fishing uh, this thing called Focus, which is like some foundation of Christian angle because. You got to remember back in our day, the only way to find tournaments were you'd have to look in the back of the paper, of the sports mm-hmm. section of the paper. And the shitty thing was, is most of these were like Christian, like churchy kind of things. And so my mom would take me there and, you know, people would drive you around in boats. And most of them were modified John boats, which is kind of what I fished tournaments out of. Um, and it was fun. It was okay. I fished a lot of the same stuff that Pangerak did, but he's younger than me. So I had no idea who he was. And, my dad's buddy was like, Hey, there's this tournament series on the Illinois river. If you want to fish with me. And I'm just like, hell yeah. You know, I was big, you know, I was super into Bassmaster. So like for years I would keep logs of every fish I caught. And then I would draw the lure and colored in with colored pencils and like, you know, name, date, size. So I kept kind of this big log. And then I also, because I was huge into drawing, that's what kind of got me into woodworking and that uh, I would write all, I would draw, take these envelopes. Let me take a step back. Do you know what Nintendo Power is? Mm-hmm. The magazine. Yeah. Do you know? All right. Well, there used to be a thing of Nintendo Power where people would draw all these creative things on envelopes and send it to Nintendo Power and then they would show it off in their magazine. So I started doing that same thing with fishing, but I would send that to companies like Man, Strike King, Cream, in order to get patches. So, you know, I had this <laughs> shitty denim cut-off thing that, that my mom would put all these patches on. Now, granted, and I'd wear it to a tournament like a douchebag because I thought it was cool. So, you was know, your they, nickname Patches, too? <laughs> no. So they were cool. Sorry, my footage is. Uh, you know, they were cool to, it was cool to get those packages. And sometimes they'd throw in lures and things like that because, you know, back in the day, we couldn't just go on our phones and slide in the DMs of these different bait companies and try to be one of those people that get 10% off like hook set hoodlum gear or anything like that. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I get 20% <laughs> off. The peasants yeah, so. get 10. Yeah, this is way before <laughs> the pro staffer days. Um, so, you know, fishing, uh, have you ever fished the Illinois River? Bo, I'm from the Carolinas. You look at right, I fished anywhere besides here in Florida. Well, it's basically it all we terrible were... at this point oh, from what you described. Uh, I fished six tournaments and caught zero fish the whole time. Yeah. And basically, all I would throw would be a spinnerbait and a Jean LaRue salt crawl. Now, I don't know <laughs> if you remember what salt crawls were like back in the day. But it's pretty much like you're flipping a Texas rig Kentucky Fried Chicken spork trying yeah. to catch a fish on because there was just no. But you know that's what that's all we had back in the day. Um, so went to college, didn't fish much, did other stuff in college, and then when I came to Louisville for graduate school, that's kind of where fishing kind of took a, a seat again because when I came where to where did you go? Louisville. See, why do you pronounce that right and can't pronounce Creek right? Louisville? I don't know. Louisville. Because yeah, some people say Louisville. Louisville or Louisville. No. It's Louisville. I say pre- pretend you got a titty in your mouth and that's how you say it. Louisville. Well, well, well I don't have to pretend because that's what I sound <laughs> like all the time. You say oil. How do you say oil? O-I-L? Oil. 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 
No, no, no. Pretend you got a titty in your mouth and I'll say it. Whoa. Right, no, no, the titty ain't big enough. <laughs> Pretend you Sorry. got a bigger titty. <laughs> Ash, Ashley 2. Ashley 2, come here. That's the deuce. That's what we call her. <laughs> also. All right, let's go. Enough about yeah, boobs, because so, I can talk about boobs all night. Oh, yeah. So I came to Louisville. Um, they had a fishing team because college was just starting. This was 2006. Yeah, 2006-ish. And so I wanted to join their team, and pretty much because I was a grad student, they were like, nope, you can fuck off. And I was just like, all right. It, all it's, right. it's club fishing. Like, hold on. All right, real quick. But any of our listeners listening that hear about the uh, college fishing teams, it is a non-sanctioned NCAA event. Yeah. It is a club sport. The NIL does not count for fishing because they are just <laughs> like club rugby and club yeah. anything else. It's a club sport. It's non-sanctioned NCAA. There's not like football, basketball, baseball. It is yeah. a club sport. You There's no NIL. Those motherfuckers can go off and make all the millions and do all the drugs they want and, and all this stuff. It doesn't matter. So anyway. Carry on. So since I couldn't do that, I still wanted to fish because we had so many lakes in Kentucky. I found this local club in Louisville with a bunch of these older guys, a couple people my age, and started fishing with them. And these, I say older guys, they're probably like 15, 20 years older than I am, and I'm 39. And they basically kind of took me under their wing. We're like, here, we're going to show you how to fish. And you got to remember, I was fishing with nothing but spinning rods. So if we were deep cranking, I'd whiz that thing out there and my rod would be bent, halfway bent in the water. And and that, here's a sad thing. I didn't I didn't start throwing bait casters till like three or four years ago. I would strictly spin it because I was always in the back of the boat. So I was like, well, I'm just yeah. gonna throw a shaky head all day. I didn't care. Um, I bet so, you could chunk that down spinner bait with that spinner reel as far as they could with their bait casters. And that's one thing, too, is you could always cast farther than that. I can always cast farther with spinning reel than most people. Just because I'm just so, but I'm also one of those guys that cast and then switch hands. I don't, I don't do it. My, I can't do anything with my left hand. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> you, you would be terrible kayak angler. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I, I have a couple kayaks. I don't do like the professional. I'm terrible at it because like I'll cast and the next thing I know, my back's turned around and. Yeah, so yeah. so the biggest I ambidextrous. So for the longest time, I had right-handed reels. I had left-handed reels. Now I cast right-handed, but I could reel with both hands. And matter, I mean, I have, I still have reels yeah. that are right-handed. So cast and you know switch it over. But when you get into a kayak and you're throwing a chatterbait or a spinnerbait that you're trying to wake, and you throw that shit into the grass. And when it hits the damn water, when you got to start cranking it, like it is a lot of work to throw it, switch, try to get your shit. I mean, in a kayak, yeah. you want to throw that bitch and be ready to reel. So I switched all my shit to left-handed, but I still, I have a, my backup reel, matter of fact, is in the front of my kayak. So if one of mine tears up or I lose it or something like that, my backup reel is right-handed. But damn. Yeah, right. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's crazy. So, I started fishing with this club, started getting into it big time because we had so many lakes here. Um, and then, uh, kind of started getting into craft beer a lot. So, started to like dabble and figure out what was going on with this. So, I started home brewing. 
Well, then all of a sudden, all my fishing and homebrew shit got stolen out of the basement of the condo I was staying in. So (laughs) after some detective work of going through the trash can and finding the bottle caps of all my homebrew, we figured out who stole it. And uh, it was this meth head trying to pawn it for money. And all these local Kentucky, like I posted on one of these forums and all these local Kentucky fishing guys, like gave me rods, reels, and things like that. Mm. Well, I also put in a big insurance plane too, so I got a bunch of free shit. Um, so was fishing with this club and started doing woodworking with bourbon barrels and stuff because that's here in Kentucky. And working in beer, a lot of these places would age their beer in bourbon barrels and they had mm. nothing to do with it. So I was like, all right, I'll take this stuff and start making shit for people. And while I was working at the university, that kind of grew and grew and grew. And then the first connection with bass fishing happened in 2018. Um, it was when Bassmaster fished the last tournament that I know, big tournament, big tournament that I know of, uh, at, on Kentucky Lake. That was before everyone left. I, I think Skeet Reese won it, maybe. It was him and Wesley Strader were kind of down the line. But uh, I was making some fishing, some barrelhead fish cutouts. And for some reason, I decided to tag them on Twitter or Instagram. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm watching Bassmaster and all of a sudden my work's on there. And I was like, shit, is it that easy to get acknowledged? Cause so I got a couple, <laughs> I got a couple follow. That this was back 2018. So before yeah. shit went viral. So I got a couple follows and everything. And I was like, huh. And so since in 2016, um, sorry to take it a step back to go. It's a long story. Uh, 2016, I was working at the university. Uh, my wife and I decided we wanted to buy a house. And I was pretty unhappy with my job and my business was growing a little bit. So we signed a mortgage on our house. And then that same day, I went into my work and put my two weeks notice in and said, I'm out. Smart, so, smart. Yeah. Did she know? I told her like a couple days later. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. This, we, this, this is the deuce. Yeah, yeah, okay. and wow, that, we'll, that's balls. We'll get, you sir we'll, have balls. I do. Um, and that's another thing too is, and we'll talk about it. Is if you ever want to pursue something, you definitely have to have someone who's supportive of it, and you being a jackass. Um, <laughs> and she's got she's got earbuds in, so she can't hear this right now. So she's listening oh, to Gilmore Girls, of course. And, and uh, even if she could. Yeah. I'm sure it would be podcast gold. No. Oh, you want you want to know podcast gold? It's uh three or four weeks ago I was in Oklahoma hanging out with Tangrack and um she, she something happened with her work and they fired a bunch of people, but they ended up giving her a promotion, which was great, and she got some <laughs> new territories and things like that. So she's telling me Tangrack and I are walking out of a Native American casino because he wanted to give me the Oklahoma experience. That's right. And I hadn't smelled cigarettes in a while because every it was Mima's in there spending their kids' Christmas money and just ripping <laughs> off Virginia Slims. Um, As Lockwood Fishing likes to say, ripping ports. <laughs> ripping ports. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was going to say something, but <laughs> um, that's probably not it. I don't know. I don't speak Lockwood, but anyway, I don't smoke cigarettes either, so I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Go ahead. So I get in Matt's truck, and he's like, hey, is everything okay? And I, I set my phone down. I was like, yeah, you know, it worked out with the job. I was like, she's getting this bonus. And, uh, you know, I was like, I was like it's, 
irritating, you know, because she works from like, you know, like five, six hours a day and makes X amount of money. And here I am working 70 hours a week, busting my ass and doing all this. And I'm like, you know, I, she doesn't realize how good she has it. And I'm talking, talking. And then I just, I look like any dude. I look down at my crotch and, and realize my phone's on FaceTime. And who's, who's it on FaceTime with? Yeah. Um, so I immediately just, I just go, oh shit, hit end, look at Matt, and I go, dude, she was on Face or FaceTime. He goes, no way. And I <laughs> look at my phone, and there's a text message that just simply said, I heard it all. <laughs> so, and, so the most exciting part of that night is his truck not breaking down between the casino and getting home. Oh, yeah. It was, um, <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, credit to him. He went out of his way and showed me an awesome time. I saw the new studios for uh, BTL. Oh, uh, nice, yeah. No, basically, it's just an empty room. Nothing. It's, I mean, yeah. it's a small empty room. Uh, but it'll get there. So he's, he, he's, he's an awesome, awesome dude. Um, All right, so, but, so so let's get back. Ashley, too's mad at you, blah, blah, blah. You, you've smoothed it over with your, your good looks and your woodworking <laughs> abilities. And so yeah. now, now, now it's 2019 and you've got yeah. some traction on what you're doing. Yeah. So basically, as I mentioned earlier, I can't listen to YouTube and, and stuff like that. So I started listening to fishing podcasts and one of the ones that would pop up was I'd listen to Bass Talk Live, Bass U, and then Ike Live. So I really got into Ike Live because it's about a bunch of dick. You look at your watch. Yeah, I've got shit going off. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. I don't know. Oh. Keep talking. So start look, listening. To Ike look, Live. look, look, look. This is Bass and Bruce podcast. This bitch could go four hours tonight. I don't know. If I don't shut up, well, so started listening to Ike Live, <laughs> and uh, um, I knew that they drank bourbon there, and that was before Tin Cup. Before Tin Cup did the sponsorship, so I just I started following Brian on Instagram and just send him a message saying, Hey man, I live in Kentucky. Really love the show. And would you want some bourbon? And he's like, sure, but you don't send me any, you don't have to send me any. And I was like, no dude. I was like, some of this stuff's free to me. I was like, I'll send it to you. And also after I sent him those, those bottles of bourbon, I started to actually participate in watching Ike live, like in getting mm-hmm. on the chat group, because back in the day, they actually used to have your comments and read your stuff out. So I went by the moniker Buck Stronghold Gentleman Bronco. Um, so they kind of got a kick out of that. And so I basically, I mean, I was nonstop commenting on there, just trying to get as many jokes on as possible and also ripping on Dave the whole time to where Brian was like, dude, we got to get you on. We got to get you and Dave kind of one-on-one. And, uh, so I was on iClive just a couple times and, uh, it was good for me in a sense to where I, I kind of got a little bit more connected to Brian and the guys there to where I knew about the Ike foundation. And I was like, well, shit, I can donate some of my work to the Ike foundation because it's something I actually care about. And through there, it got me connected to a bunch of Jersey people. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll go into a story we talked about earlier. I mean, because when it comes to my fishing, like my fishing stuff that I do with woodworking is like 1% of my business. Most of my business is made for P 
people that have huge bourbon collections and have obscene amounts of money and their wives don't know what to get them. So they'd buy my shit. Um, <laughs> but all these, all these Jersey guys just started buying all my stuff. And one of them that started messaging me and contacting me was wild bill because wild bill, unless there's another wild bill that I don't know about. Well, this he, guy's he, name is William Rogers. Maybe this isn't the same wild bill then. I don't know. Because I don't know. You, wild... said, you said you thought Wild Bill was a 50, 58 to 65-year-old old, old yeah. man. Because when they talk about him on Act Live and then he messaged me, I kept looking at the the photos or the message of him. I'm like, this is some really old dude that spent years in Kentucky fishing here. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> these photos of this Wild Bill pop up. And I'm like, is this the same dude? How many Wild Bills are there? So that's, uh, I guess that's well, what we have well, to figure first out. First off, Wild Bill, Wild Bill is in Connecticut, <laughs> New Jersey. Oh, well, it's, same. it's all the same thing. <laughs> that's what I say, but apparently they get really pissed off when I say it's all the fucking same. Look, I call them out yonders. Look, y'all, y'all up there past Virginia, you out yonders. Yeah. Well, whatever. So I did, did this I, wild bill buy anything from you? No, 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 no. Oh, so, uh, so he, so he's poor like the wild bill that I know. Yeah, I mean, I could okay. look at. I guess I could go on old message. Well, we, Whatever. We, we, we ain't worried about. We ain't worried about Willie Rogers on this podcast. He don't even want to come on and guest co-host anymore. So we ain't gonna talk about him. Keep keep up your story with all the other so, Jersey boys. Oh yeah. So I was on Ike Live a decent amount and uh it was fun. Um just getting to know Brian and those guys and you know, um it was just, just a mess of a show. Well, all of a sudden I got a phone call one day and the guy goes, Hey, is this John King? And I said, Yes. He goes, Are you the one that's been on Ike Live? And I was like, Yeah, you know, I'm I, I think I had I know, I think I was hauling back some barrel stage or something. And he goes, Hey, this is Paul Benson. At the time, he worked with Cash and Rods. He was the head of Cash and Rods. And he goes, we're starting this new uh, fishing tournament thing called the NPFL, and I'd be interested in you making some work for us. And I was like, okay, how the fuck did you get my number? Um, and he's like, well, I started listening. To, he listened to Ike Live, and he goes, you're freaking hilarious, and I'd like to you know, see if we could work out a deal uh, for you to do some stuff. And so we talked for a while, and then we didn't talk. And I thought it was pretty much, I wasn't going to do anything with them. And all of a sudden they just asked me, Hey, can you make these pretty much it was these plaques for each different city they go to. And so the first year I did that for them and I kind of did it as like a marketing thing and it did pretty well. Um, I got some business from it, but then all of a sudden, uh, since I kind of got more into the fishing industry, all I right, started right, having, hold up, hold up. What year is this? uh what year is this 2022 2020 2021 so and not just recently this is yeah and so all of a sudden like i don't know how i got connected but different pros started contacting me uh like i did a bunch of work for tim horton who just recently retired uh john cruz um cruz's wife actually contacted me via etsy like didn't even know that it was just some weird connection um John Hunter, um, on him, Maddie, Maddie's a good buddy. Maddie's, I tell you what, he's, 
he's one of the smartest business people I've ever talked to in my life. Uh, we sat down and had about a two hour lunch a couple of weeks ago and dude, he's on top. He's got some stuff in the works, man, that like some non-endemic, non-fishing stuff that not the ugly stick stuff, but some other things that are, that are completely awesome. Um, and so through that, you know, I got connected with uh, Ben Milliken, did some work, Ben Milliken did some work for Iconelli as well. And then uh, somehow got into, I don't know how the hell he got my number. Pat Renwick got my number and started talking with me. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, uh, you ever, do you listen to Straycast? Oh yeah. Okay. You know what I compare Straycast to? What? Sex in a porta potty. <laughs> it's 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 super awkward at first and doesn't feel right, but after you keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it, and you figure out what Pat's about, it starts to feel good. That's Pat has that Pat Pat has that that nineteen late nineteen eighties radio DJ over the top. Well, let's go. You know, my my country oh, yeah. accent don't put it out there, but. It's that it's that zany radio voice, as one of my buddy calls it. Yeah, so it's you know I remember I was listening to like one of the live things, and my Deuce walked in the room and goes, "What the fuck are you listening to?" And <laughs> I'll be honest, I mean Pat's a good friend of mine, but it took me a handful of episodes to to get into it and be like, "Okay, this is what it's about," and things like that. And so through that, I somehow started listening to Serious Angler Con podcast and started following those guys started talking with those guys miss bailey that manager yeah did some work for them and then got to be buddies with them because it, it's basically it's like my thing is i've never ever wanted to be a professional fisherman because i like having money and i don't like being broke so <laughs> which is no and, and you like having money and time yeah. time yeah and time so and divorces are expensive Oh, mine wasn't. It was easy. It was, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, you didn't have any money because you were poor. Like chicken and a biscuit poor? Like all I can eat? Like that's fancy? Well, damn, if you eating chicken and biscuits, that ain't <laughs> poor in my opinion. Like you out there, you out there killing the coons and the possums in the backyard eating them. That's poor. I'm talking about chicken and biscuit crackers, not chicken and biscuits. Do you not well, know what those are? I, no, I, I ain't never heard no chicken biscuit cracker. We call crackers um, nabs down here. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, no. So long story short, uh, I got to be friends with those guys and basically just kind of got connected somehow to the fishing industry. Um, like I said, it's more of just like a hobby. I mean, I fish all the time. I, I bought a boat last last year. Was I had such a good year with work. I just said, fuck it. Why don't we just buy a brand new boat? So that's what I did. What so, kind of boat did you buy? Uh, I bought a 2021 Vexus that is named uh, because I think everyone should name their boat. My name is Alexis Vexus because it's got the best booty in the industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know where Alexis Vexus? Oh, wow. You didn't get that joke then. No, no, you no, might, no. You must not ever watch browsers or p-hub or anything like that then no no i've heard a porn hug but not p-hub well that's a shortened thing yeah no there's a uh 
an actress named Alexis Texas, and I stole her oh. name and just called it Alexis Vexus. Oh, interesting, interesting. It's been a long time since I watched Pornhub because <laughs> um, I've got kids now, and <laughs> I don't have to. Anyway, different story. But, but, so my question to you is, do you still, do you even fish anymore? I'm fishing tomorrow. Okay. That's why, it, depending how late this goes, I'm getting up at four. I love getting up at four thirty in the morning, and uh, going. Yeah, so I'll be. I usually try to fish once a week if possible. But my thing is, like, all my lakes are an hour and forty five minutes to three hours from me. Damn! How? Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. It's. I mean, I guess the closest lake is an hour away, but it just gets pounded on. So I just drive. I mean, Cumberland's two and a half hours. So, so the dam. closest lake to you is kind of like a Lexus. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and that was my thing is, especially during COVID, uh, I know we can't talk about COVID, but having a buddy with a boat, you basically, if you wanted to go, he had to ask you to go. It wasn't like, hey, can we take your boat out? Because there's not really that many good pond. There, There's some good rivers to do smallmouth fishing in around here in Indiana. But there's not really good access to ponds and stuff like that. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I was spoiled to where growing up having access to all these farm ponds and strip mm-hmm. pits, and I just don't, I don't have that stuff anymore. Um, Dude, so yeah, you know, yeah, gr- growing up for me where I grew up, uh, there there were some small lakes nearby. We had Santee and Murray were hour and a half to two and a half hours. The other the other lakes are really small. Oh my god, what kind of podcast is happening? This man's crumpling up paper. I mean, what do you this is professional. We need good audio here. Jesus Christ. Those are notes. Anyway. Oh, he's gonna do it again. Look at him. <laughs> Rod no. the Carpenter didn't even ruin audio this bad on our podcast. So but most of my ponds that I fished or bodies of water I fished were ponds. They were farm ponds. They range from 20 acres and less. And so, but I I got to go fish all of them. And you could, you could go down there and catch brim all day, catch bass. You could throw a jig, a worm, a top water. You could catch them on damn near anything you threw in the water. And so it was, it, it, it kind of, it kind of ruins you a little bit when you get into big lake fishing, shit gets hard. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I, and this has always been my personality. I mean, I literally, I bought my boat and had never driven a boat before. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I'd ran the trolling motor a couple times, you know, when guys had to take a piss or, you know, if they <laughs> well, were doing you didn't even know how to run the trolling motor more or less, put it on a trailer. Yep. So I just bought, I just, I walked in there and I, I got an aluminum boat because I wanted to get, because the, at the yeah. time I was like, all right, I can buy an aluminum boat and just get a 150 on it and get a five-year warranty. Cause I was looking at all the used boats and I was like, shit, they're more expensive and I don't need it. I mean, I know how big my penis is. I don't need a 250 engine to go 70 miles an hour on these legs. So I was like, fuck it. I'll get the five-year warranty and just get a brand new boat get brand new Lawrence electronics, get active, you know, just spend the fucking cat. <laughs> and then I, then my accountant says, Hey, by the way, when you did your taxes, did you put X amount in? I was like, Oh no, I figured since my sales doubled, I just had to put this account. In. And he's like, 
Hmm. He goes, you owe about 15,000 extra dollars this year. <laughs> oh, shit. What did Ashley do say? We can't get into that. Uh, it, it wasn't on me. I'll tell you that much. AKA, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, she, it wasn't on you for a while. Uh, no. Anyway. I need to see if she's still got earphones in. Ashley. Ashley. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) All right. So you bought your boat. Bought my boat. Did you have a a friend? So think about this. Ain't too many people buy no damn boat right now because they're expensive as shit. Gas is high. But like, what? How? How did you? Did you just take that shit out there and start running it, or did you have somebody that you were like, "Hey, hey, Jim Bob, uh, I got me a boat. I need you to come show me how to do how to yeah, back it yeah. in, how to run it, how to load it back up, so I don't look like an idiot this summer." Yeah, I mean, I could, I could back things in, um, but yeah, I had my buddy Grant. That's what she said. And, and the, the hell. Lake- the lake was uh, 14 feet above summer pool, so just floaters in it everywhere. <laughs> and I'm just driving for the first time. <laughs> oh, it was it was an experience. Um, I mean, we didn't even fish. We just drove we just drove the boat around. And then I am basically my house is probably four miles from the Ohio River, so I I was able to take it go in the Ohio and just kind of drive straight up, drive bait drive straight back back to uh, break it in. Um, But yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. And so like I went in this summer or this year, I signed or last year I signed up for my first tournament, the first ever tournament as a boater. And uh, I got super excited because it was through Kentucky Bass Federation to where you could come in as a boater and then co-anglers could show up. You didn't have to bring anyone. Then you'd get randomly paired. So I had pre-fished on this lake called Green River Lake and I found a bunch of fish spawning and had a really good day or had a really good practice and was super excited for my first tournament. We go through the morning of it and uh, I realized, do you have to go? Keep talking. And I realized that I didn't get paired with the co-angler. So I'm jacked. I'm like, yes, I don't have to share anything. Don't have to worry about anything. So I put my boat in and uh, I get to the courtesy dock and I, someone's yelling my name. Where's John King? Where's John? And I'm just like, here, because it's my first time here. Um, so with that being said, this kid starts walking down to the courtesy dock and he's like six to 300 pounds with high school kid, big son of a bitch. And I'm just like, oh boy. So he gets in super sweet, super nice kid. And I, I'm telling him, here's what we're going to be doing. And he goes to me, he goes, hey, I fished here last weekend. I said, oh, okay, that's cool. He goes, I won the co-angler division. I said, okay, that's great. You know, how many pounds? And he goes, I also caught my personal best, which was a 5'8". And I was like, shit. I was like, all right. So I, I, we get to our first spot, and he, I told him, I said, dude, I don't care where you cast. Just don't cast over my line. I said, I'm real laid back. I just want to have a good time. So he throws his first cast. And he's using a scroll, little John, and he gets it hung. And he goes to me, he goes, oh, man, that's that's my only one. And uh, so I said, okay. And so I said, give me your rod. And I, I get up to my elbow, 
And I was like, dude, I, I can't get this crankbait out. He's like, oh man, I go, dude, whatever I have in my boat, you can use it. I don't care. So breaks it off and uh, his next cast, he backlashes it. And I look at him, I go, man, that, that reels, I call them dead soldiers. I said, that reels a dead soldier. I said, put it down, grab something else. Because during that time, while he was screwing around, I caught two keepers real quick. So I was just like, okay. I was like, hey, man, we're going to go on this point. I know they're spawning back here. And so we come around this point, and he's got another crankbait, and he keeps throwing it behind the boat. So when you throw it behind the boat, he kept hitting rocks and getting hung. So I'd have to turn around. And I told him, I said, dude, just cast ahead of me. I don't care. <laughs> well, as, as soon as I said that, he cast behind the boat again. And I'm like, motherfucker. Well, as soon as he does that, well, oh, I got a fish. He gets it, ends up being a 6.3 pound bass, which is his, his new personal bass. So, <laughs> and outweighs all the fish you got in the live well. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay. And so <laughs> we go to the back of this little cut, and I fish hold the up, back. Hold up, hold up, hold up. He's using your lures, your rod, and your reels. No, it's his rod and reel. He he had three rod oh, and reels. So, okay, so he did, okay, okay. It is my lure though. Uh, <laughs> and so I fished the back of this cut, this spawn or this spawning cut, and I told him I said, get a couple casts back there because I'm going to turn around and work my way out. First cast back there, four and a half pounder on that crankbait again, and I just turned around. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> After you'd already fished it. After I've already fished it, turn around. <laughs> It's towards the end of the day, and co-anglers only, co-anglers only would do three fish. And so we're on the smallmouth yeah. flat, and he's like, I've never caught a smallmouth before. <laughs> and so I'm, like, so I'm like, okay. I was like, here's a swim bait. Use this swim bait and just slowly tick it. Two and a half pound smallmouth. He ends up weighing three fish for, I don't know, like 12, 13 pounds. I think I weighed three fish total. And he was the he was a high school kid, was the nice like graduated early, wasn't going to college, was just going to a trade, had his shit together and like was like his grandpa tried to give me all this money like for, for gas and stuff like that. And I was just like, No, dude. I was like, dude, I had a blast. He wasn't like some I'll go into that story. He wasn't just some like super weirdo um guy and was super grateful. On the opposite end of that spectrum, I fished a championship tournament on the Ohio River this year. And I get paired with this old Kentucky boy. And so there's a fog delay. Name? Oh, fuck. I Jim can't Bob. Remember. We'll go with Jim Bob. All right, Jim know. Bob. So there was a fog delay, and it's on the Ohio, and it just falls hot. And so we just had to sit there and wait for two hours. And so I got to talking about work and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I've done some work for Iconelli. And he just goes, I hate that motherfucker. And I was just like, well, <laughs> a lot of people don't like Ike. And uh, and then I, I told him, I was like, hey, you know, you know, I fished this because my buddy George. And uh, then he, he made a kind of racist joke. And I was just like, that's the day it's going to be today, huh? <laughs> and so yeah. we're out fishing and the Ohio River sucks. And I just kept, I kept hearing him yelling. He's like, fucking drunk lesbians drunk lesbians and i'm like first time i ignore it and then we keep fishing god damn these drunk lesbians and finally after about the seventh time i just go man i can't remember his name i go man what, jim bob. what his name was jim bob. jim bob i go what are you talking about these drunk les lesbians 
He goes, these fish, he goes, all they do is lick, 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 and they won't commit to the bait. And I was like, what the, how the fuck does that, it, it just didn't make any sense. So needless to say, we didn't catch any fish. And I, I, I went home that day because I was like, it was a two-day tournament. And I was like, I'm not fishing the Ohio <laughs> for one day. Jim I mean, Bob wind, ain't ever getting on my boat again. No. He was, well, he was a nice right. guy, but yeah. So, right, so that's how I'm here. That's where I am. All right. So, so only we just had 55 minutes and 30-something seconds of how a guest got here to where he is right now, his <laughs> fishing journey. And by golly, I'm pretty sure this is the longest by at least three times anybody else to talk to their journey to get here. It was wonderfully wonderful. The podcast no, is going to end right now. I'm just kidding. This shit ain't in. And we're going to keep going because we got questions. We got stories. First, first story. Tell us how you are wearing the shirt you're wearing right now. And for all of our podcast listeners, this man has a an off yellow shirt that says Bass and Brews Podcast, just like our regular logo. He's wearing it right now. Tell us a story about this shirt because, uh, to my knowledge, you had no idea who the fuck Bass and Brews Podcast was. And but no, wearing the shirt right now. I think I was just scrolling through Instagram, and for some reason, it came up either because connections with Bailey or. or the hoodcast wait, hoodlums. Wait, you told me part of the connection that came up was Wild Bill. We come to the conclusion that I texted Wild Bill and he has no idea who the fuck you are. And so your Wild <laughs> Bill and my Wild Bill don't jive. But anyway, continue. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'll have to go. Yeah, that's that's because. Yeah, I don't know. What, I'll have to figure out who the who the real Wild will the real Wild Bill please stand up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got I got an interjection. Strawberry wine, <laughs> 17, hot July blues, saw everything, fresh taste love, sweet, sweet on the vine. Like strawberry one seventeen. All right, finish. Was that your prom song? Is that the song you walked out to at prom? Uh, no, I don't remember that shit because high school was fucking stupid, sucked, and I would never go back for two million dollars or more. So anyway, finish your story. Uh, so yeah, I was just hold on. Has Ashley too? Has the Deuce ever sang to you as beautifully as I just did? Oh yeah, she sang uh, "Prop Me Up" beside the jukebox. Uh, we why why would why would you ruin this moment by saying yes? You could have lied and said no. This is the the prettiest serenade I've ever had. But if now you, you made me feel rubbing, like shit. So continue. If you your were story. rubbing your nipples while singing it, then I would I go a little bit. I didn't rub a nipple. I was talking with my eyes. Your eyes were closed. But it, exactly, I was protesting <laughs> my love. Anyway, go ahead. Well, whatever. Ahead. I saw the logo and loved the skeleton in the uh, old uh, old cooler. I was like, fuck, I love that shirt. I was like, <laughs> got a skeleton drinking beers. And I'd never listen to podcasts. I, I mean, I still have no idea who you and the other guy on this podcast are. Uh, <laughs> but the shirt showed up. I wore it a couple <laughs> places. 
Um, no one recognized me or heard of it because um, I was like, New Jersey. I was like, oh, I should know who the New Jersey person is. No idea. So, yeah, definitely bought the shirt. And now we're like meta that, um, yeah, it's, uh, but well, yeah, that's it's funny. It's funny. So, kind of in our little quick pre talk that we had for this, um, I reiterated again, as I said last episode. There's a whole generation of, of Bass and Brews podcast listeners that have no idea who the fuck Alex Castas something, whatever. I can't even pronounce his last name. Is huh. And he is the man that started this podcast <laughs> and did the logo. So all of this is because of him. And thank God he is coming back shortly. So I don't have to do all the bullshit to make this podcast actually happen. I just get to show up and talk shit again. Yeah. So thank goodness for a short period of time. But yes, there's for everybody listening still at this point in time, Alex, Alex is somebody that you should go back and listen and go back and listen to episode nine. That was my first episode on here. It was at that point in time, the longest episode we that had ever been recorded. And then um, we didn't start getting into the long form recordings until he brought me on as a, as a, co-host and you know i can i can talk the ears off of billy gate so here we are all right what else what can you do, to billy goat? do what what else can you do to a billy goat well i can uh, billy goats if you skin them out and you gut them and you cook them at 250 degrees they taste the delicious mm. oh boy it's gonna be a long night um <laughs> Your ass ain't going fishing tomorrow morning because we talk. You you want to know how to barbecue a billy goat right now? No, I've eaten some weird shit in my day. I've never eaten. I've eaten coon and possum and all that stuff. Yeah, we have a we have a big game thing back home where you eat a bunch of weird shit. I mean, not like butthole or anything, but yeah. Well, I mean, uh, anyway. All right, what was the other damn? What was some other stories we talked about? I don't forgot now because I didn't write them on my whiteboard. You were supposed to write them on the oh. Um, let's talk. I got some, I have some talking points. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Real quick, real quick. You, you did the trophies for the, the, the MPFL. Mm-hmm. Are, are you doing that this year as well? Yeah. Yeah. I actually right. went down, I went down this year and delivered the first one to Cumberland. Um, the one that was supposed to be three days and got turned into a one day event. I was actually supposed to also be a, uh, camera boat so i'm really glad that it was only one day event because the weather was at weather was absolute yeah. shit yeah, absolute terrible. shit down there actually helped uh when i got down there uh myself john Sokup, and uh matt looney from pro guy batteries helped keith carson like in the morning in the rain change batteries because he couldn't get his cranking battery to start um and I think a lot of it was because he had his kill switch on and didn't realize it was <laughs> there. Like we changed we changed the battery and everything. And he's like, "Fuck, it still doesn't work." And Suk up and he's like, "All right, let's relax." He goes, "Is your kill switch on?" He's like, "Oh crap." Uh, yeah, he's so, a cool guy. He so can, guys, I've of- got I've got some pictures uh, that that Drunkwood sent me. No, uh, you can't uh, show those ones. Not those. Oh, oh, the woodworking ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The woodworking. 
Well, I, I I'm not gonna send them the pictures of your nipples. No way, no way. <laughs> I mean, if you we're Facebook friends. If you really wanted to dive in, you could have went through my photo album and find me in speedos and cut off jean shorts. I, I and... did not. I did not go through the photos because I only want to know if you spell correctly and use grammatical English correctly. Oh, I'm not very grammatic. Since I've been out of the university setting, I don't really care about spelling anymore. And why do you talk about the university like you're f- fucking London? The only person <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life talk about the university are, are like Great Britainers. Anyway, we ain't here to talk about grammatical bullshit and English and all great that. Great Britainers. Anyway, y'all, I'm going to post some pictures of 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 the the bass fishing work that he's done it is fucking phenomenal and it's sad that you can't find it readily available on the internets you can buy all yeah you can order for me i just i make it you can order order for you but dude i looked and looked and looked to to take out some these photos fishing photos and I had to text you to get the damn MPFL shit and the iCloud photos. I'm like, damn it, boy. Yeah, just, I one man, I can only do so much computer work. I mean, it's <laughs> no one's gonna buy that shit. Look, I I've got a good friend. I, I, ta- I tagged it, not a good friend, but an old friend from back in the day with the, the sea turtle that you did. I mm-hmm. tagged a friend in that because, I, oh, she's gonna like this. She's gonna like it. Well, you got to remember one thing too, and this is for any type of thing. So, like, if I'm on Etsy, I'm on Etsy, which makes me all a majority of my money. If I get, no matter how many people I get views, if I get like a million views a year, only one percent of that is going to actually buy something. So, most of the time on Etsy or, or things like that, your conversion rate is only one percent. So. So Ever you're how getting many a times? thousand, a million views gets you a thousand products sold. Yeah, something like that in regard. So, like, just like anything, I respond to messages daily, 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 and I've gotten good enough to where I can realize: a, is this person really going to buy something? Or b, I'm just going to tell them no because that's the cool thing about owning your own business is if you have the ability to say no, like somebody asked me today, could I make them a mini Ma- a Mickey mouse and Eeyore? And I was like, I ain't making no fucking Mickey mouse. I was like, I'm not going to do that shit. Yeah. So, I'll make you an Eeyore, but fuck Mickey mouse. <laughs> he, he had issues. Well, um, well, well, I ask you, cause, cause you had the, the bingle. And I yeah. asked you if you could make me, like you made that bingle and you didn't say no, you didn't say fuck <laughs> off, but you didn't say yes. So if I sent you a picture of, of a, like a site, could you make that? Could you make me as beautiful on wood as I am on this podcast? Uh, if there was a vector image, I mean, you would have to shave your beard. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Probably nope, lose nope, nope, about nope, 30. Would, nope, nope, my, nope. You take can, your hat off and we'll see if we have to add my wife on. my wife accepts me without a shaved beard so you can sure enough make a wood carving of me with do you my accept beard. do you accept your wife without shaved areas too i i i mean yeah i tried to get her to shave her head one time and she wouldn't so <laughs> here we are oh fuck i you mean hear about know, the- 
You want to hear about the time I almost got arrested in North Carolina? You're stopping around? Fishing? Yeah. Yeah, let's hear yeah. Fishing? Hey, sh- Cooper, shush. Uh, so... Oh, is Cooper your chicken? No, it's my dog. It's my coon hound. Oh, uh, same thing. Chicken, hound, yeah. dog. Yeah, so... They don't listen. We go down to Asheville, Brevard area all the time. That's where Ash- the Deuce and I got married. And uh, so we do hiking and things like that trail running and stupid shit like that and so uh yeah, run, running is stupid as hell bless your heart so that's that's why i had knee surgery because i ran so much 10 years ago um See, if if you would have if you would have just drank beer and walked no knee surgery it's true but then i'd be wearing an extra large bass and bruise t-shirt I could right now still outpedal your ass on a kayak, 100% guaranteed. Ask anybody in my club. I got pretty strong legs. I'm, I'm still, I haven't, but, but, I haven't but, ran since July. But you're, not, but you're not missing, you're not missing shit in your head that makes you crazy. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, to go back to stories, we were, uh, have you ever been to uh, Pisco National Forest in Brevard? Of course, Every okay. every memor- every Labor Day, we go with some friends to Sliding Rock and do all that shit. Oh hell yes! All right, so if you take that left to Sliding Rock and just keep going past all those people, um, there's there's a really cool loop trail with like three three water waterfalls in it. Yeah, where yeah. Like yeah. you're kind of secluded, and it's kind of like the scene from Cocktail. Do you remember the scene from Cocktail with the waterfall? Mm-hmm. What happened? He slid in in his underwear and a white T-shirt with liquor and poured the drink. No, the waterfall scene is when he has sex with the lady in the waterfall. Well, you're, th- well, you're thinking well, Tom Cruise in his risk- underwear pouring a drink was better than that one. I mean, that's risky business, dipshit. Uh, p- police. <laughs> I know Top Gun. Like nobody, like nobody else. I know Top Gun when I say I'm talking, Top Gun. Oh wait, oh wait, no, I think I'm wrong. I'm I confuse. I'm wrong. I confuse the movie Cocktail with Top Gun. Yeah, see what I tell you. Oh fuck, man! Uh, Tom Cruise sucks, anyways. Um, so <laughs> look, we did. My man is only like five foot tall, and ain't no movie he's ever look. Nicole Kidman six one. He was the same height as Nicole Kidman in all those movies, and he was a whole foot. He was half a 24-inch fish, smaller than Nicole Kidman. Hey, can we give a can we raise a glass? Have you seen Nicole Kidman lately? Let's raise a glass to Nicole Kidman because she is a smoke show. I so is Britney Spears. I'll raise one to her too. <laughs> so we did this trail, and I'd always wanted to um, fish the Davidson River that goes in there. So I thought I had done my research and bought the right license <laughs> and just just had me a little Ned rig with a little crawl on it and found me a little spot. And literally, my wife's sitting up on the bank reading a book. I go down there with my rod, and I crack a beer as soon as I get down there, take a sip. Make a cast, nothing. Make another cast, and then someone goes to me, goes, "What are you doing?" I just go I'm fishing, and it was a conservation officer, or and I was just like, "I'm fishing." He goes, "What are you fishing for?" I go, 
smallmouth. I want to catch a smallmouth. And he goes, we don't have smallmouth in here. And I just go, oh, shit. And he goes, why don't you come up here, son? And so I walk up there. He goes, you got a license? I said, yeah, let me go find it. And I couldn't find it. So I had to pull it up on my phone. And he's like, well, everything you're doing right now is illegal. And I just go, oh, shit. And so he goes back to his car for a second. I'm like, great. I'm going to get, I have this huge cooler full of beer because we're in town. You should have ran and left <laughs> Ashley the deuce to, to show some boobies to get out of it. Uh, he wouldn't be seeing much, but. Uh, <laughs> and, I hope uh, you don't listen to Bass and Bruise. You're lucky. Yeah. Or anything. But we were in town for, uh, Oscar Blues put on a beer fest called Canarchy or something. I can't remember what the hell it was. Burning Can. And uh, so we were in town for that. So we just had coolers and coolers full of beer from our friend's brewery in the back. <laughs> and he never asked about that. But he goes to his car and he walks back. He goes, I see you have a license. He goes, but you have the wrong license. And he goes, you see that little plastic lure? He goes, that can cost you $300 for using that artificial lure. And I was just like, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, why don't we sit down and talk about like the different types of licenses and what you can and can't do. So this dude sat me down for like 30 minutes and was like, Hey, you know, this license is for this, this license is, and I'm just like, it's one ear out the other. I'm like, okay, I didn't know. And he was just like, you into, are you into beer? And I was like, yeah, I'm working this beer festival. He's like, all right. He goes, well, I could be a real dick and write you a $700 ticket, but I'm just going to write you a warning because you seem pretty cool. And I was just like, thank you, God. Because I had no idea about when you can use artificial, when you look, can't. You should have been like, look, if you would have not talked to me for the last 30 minutes, yeah. I'd have paid the $700 so I could come back out here and catch this damn small mouth with this plastic lure. <laughs> But there's no small up in it. And then later that night, we watched a bunch of brewers walk into porta potties barefoot, and it ruined. Oh, the nice! Oh, after a good time. yeah, yeah. Welcome, no, welcome to the Carolinas, people, where porta potties are shoeless. Oh, oh yeah. shit! You're in trouble. <laughs> she heard. Is she flick? Are the lights going to go on and off? And it's like, oh, I got to go now. All right, that's, it. that's flicking. That will probably happen. Um, so yeah, so that that was my. I've never caught a fish in North Carolina. Never been there. Um, hey, look, 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 I'm here. I'm I'm fifty. I'm I'm at Sharon Harris and Jordan. Uh, I'm not far from Falls, but fuck Falls. I hate that place. I don't give a shit uh, about it. I wish it would dry up. I'm Jordan and Sharon Harris, and then we got some small, small little lakes, ponds municipal ponds that we can go fish. You you bring your ass down here. We ain't going to catch those smallmouth, but you bring your ass down here. We'll have a good time. And if you come in the heat of the summer, the nastiest, fucking heatiest days of summer, down here to Sharon Harris, we're going to chase bass, bus and shad, all over that damn lake. And there will be times where it looks like the water's boiling. It is amazing. Wow. So, uh, there she went. Hey, well, she can't even say hey. No, she can't say hey. You want to say hey? No. Fuck you. (laughs) I just told a story about uh, when I almost got the ticket 
in North Carolina. Yeah. You said arrested. Now it's a ticket. So yeah, it's the same thing. I'm just amazed. <laughs> I'm amazed I haven't had to pee yet. Um, but, I'm exhilarating. Continue. I'll let the dogs in. That will be my. Oh. You don't have a great track record. She can't hear that. Whatever. <laughs> Let's get into the. Can we get into the meat of some things? I'm tired of talking about this. All right. So yeah. I, 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 I fucked up the uh, um, cocktail thing, but the French <laughs> do. But I'm right though. I'm right. Cocktail was when he slid in the music where he slides in in the underwear and the white shirt. No, that's risky business. No, that's cocktail. No, that's risky business. No, that's cocktail. Anyway, continue. It's my podcast. I can be as right or as wrong as I admit to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let, let's think. Uh, let me tell you some other interesting facts, and we'll go into some stories. Um, I had, rest or repeat, and a cousin um, who was a midget. Um, you want to guess what her name was? I don't. You broke up. All I heard was I had midget name. <laughs> I had a cousin who was a midget. Do you want to guess her name? Yes. What's her name? Shouty. Gidget. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that okay. interesting fact that the cousin named Gidget, the midget, uh, she uh, used all her money to smoke weed and then fell in love with a man in prison and was in the back of National Enquirer about their love story. <laughs> True story. Uh, that is I awesome. I got to let my dog in. Okay, so... So this man is wearing a Bass and Brews podcast shirt that he bought and had never listened to this podcast, but he liked the logo. Go on. So everybody on. listening to the podcast that doesn't have this shirt, you got to buy it because it makes the podcast way more better. Because we all know it's really a shitty podcast. And when Alex gets back, thank goodness, we're going to have some direction on this. But if you like oh, long-form podcast, short. oh, my my word, he's wearing running shorts. Oh, my God. They now, look wonder like Ashley too, now, wonder Ashley, too, has nothing to do with you. You're a 39, almost 40-year-old man wearing, oh, my God, he's wearing underwear for running shorts. Regardless, here's what we're saying. When Alex gets back, this podcast is probably going to be not long form anymore. It's not going to be two plus hours. We're probably going back to 45 minutes to an hour. But I might start the after show podcast where we hang out for two to eight more hours after. All right, buddy. What shirt are we wearing now? Oh, my gosh. So Michael Myers slash looks like Michael Myers and Michael Jackson had a baby. No, dude, you don't know who that is? I can't... I'm colorblind. Oh, it's from the greatest movie of all time. Oh, 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 no shit. <laughs> all right, I'll get... The greatest, uh, movie, yeah. greatest movie of all time is is, is is Out Cold with Zach Galifianakis. 
I've never seen that. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Look, if you'd have come to my house between the years of 2003 and 2012, you would have watched that movie. I would have made you. So what this is is this is all these lines are all words and quotes from the movie where the double deuce is the bar known as Roadhouse. So this is Patrick Swayze. If you remember when Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse goes to kill the guy. Uh-huh. It rips is, his neck out. Yeah, that's Patrick Swayze and all these are you can't see it. I mean, I guess if you really looked. Or all quotes like oh, his yeah, lips. yeah, yeah, nice. Hell yeah, I see it now. Yeah, I see so. It. But, but look, I'm colorblind, so I can't be seeing shit like regular people be seeing. I don't care. So it's. Uh, well, if you want me to understand the shirt, motherfucker, I can't see it. It ain't nobody got me no colorblind glasses to see it right. Are there glasses made for that? Yeah, apparently. I mean, I've seen some YouTube videos, but I ain't paying $500 so I can see bullshit colors. Can't you get, like, LASIK and that fixes that? I got LASIK. Not not colorblindness. That shit's a disease that's uncurable. I mean, it's you're they're they're more able to cure AIDS than they are colorblindness. All right. Um, okay, yeah. So, But, no, it's just, like, for example... <laughs> You remember them lines we talked about crossing? I told you they want no lines on Bass and Bruise. Here's an interest like Patrick Swayze filmed a movie. In North <laughs> you know Patrick Swayze filmed a line in North or filmed a movie in North Carolina, right? Lake Lure, yes, I've been there. We all know about Dirty Dancing <laughs> and Lake Lure. Don't hit yes. I, this ain't I mean, no movie review channel, motherfucker. I don't know music. And I don't know movies. I know what I like, but I can't tell you nothing besides strawberry wine. Seventeen. You asked me to sing this song because of copyright things, so I'm gonna <laughs> say, "Oh, better sweet strawberry wine, straight from the vine." All right, go ahead. You asked for it, John. Would- you asked for it. I did. I did. I did. So would you consider yourself a Bass Pro? A Bass Pro or a Bass Bro? Bro. Oh, fuck Bro. no. I'm a Bass Ho. I'm a Bass Ho. What do you think about Bass Bros? What the fuck is a Bass Pro? I have no idea what oh, that is. You got to know what Bass Bass Bros are those young bass guys with Instagram accounts that like to slide into all the females' DMs. Be like, "Here's my fish picture. Show me your movie." Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Look, look. Because, like, for example, sell, sorry, go ahead. If you want to self-promote yourself, hell yeah. But if you sliding in the girls' women's DMs with some mm-hmm. bass shit. You know what? You can go on and choke on a hot dog. I don't have a g- gag reflex, so I don't choke on hot dogs. I actually have one here, and I can show you if you want me to for good content. Uh, that would be – I, I want to see Ashley, too, sh- shove it down your throat, though. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not into cucking, so that's not going to happen. 
Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> when we get done here, I got a hot dog story for you, but continue with what you got going on. But no, it's like I had this conversation with Tanger, just like people, I guess I only knew about her because your show, uh, the, the cupcake person. And then you think about uh, people like Christine Fisher and then the girl that actually, the girl that runs Barstool Outdoors is from my hometown. I can't imagine all the douchebag bass bros that like slide in their DMs trying to get dates and, and things like that. Like it's, yeah. it's yeah. I, I can't imagine the stories. So, so we've had, um, you know, Bass Queen on, we've had Cupcake Coley on, we've had Tiffany on, you know, we've had some, some of these Instagram influencer women on and what we never talked about them at you know as female anglers or anything they're just anglers and and we sure. say this on bass and brews all the time i get on alex i get on people well, it's not fishermen we're all anglers that's what it comes down to but on the on the the non recorded stuff you know they they talk about some of the bullshit that they have to deal with and it's not just it's not just fishing. It's you know it's women in general on social media. But yeah, dude, like those the the bass bros that go in and slide into those DMs, it is it's and, and some of them don't even do the DM part. Like they they say that shit out loud on their post. And so really? anytime I see that, oh yeah, anytime I see that, I'm right in. I'm I'm in. I'm in talking shit, trying to you know make them feel bad it doesn't matter you know most of the mo- a lot of them are bots and most of them are assholes anyway well, so it doesn't matter hey, but, you know. and that's my thing too is that one thing is, is a business owner i don't give three shits about is how many followers i have or how many likes i have because i keep track of like whenever i get a new like i'm not spending money on instagram but every one of three is a bot i mean there's not some russian lady with big old titties in a bikini with zero posts that really likes my work. Um, but and that's I, yeah, it, it's the same thing here. And you look at your stuff and you, you put out your artwork. I put my shit out. I don't give a fuck if 10 people like it or a hundred people like it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm going to put the shit out. I'm going to put out, but you know, ain't, ain't nobody ain't, Ain't nobody sliding in my DMs asking to see my feet. And, you know, and if they did, I send them pictures of my feet all the time. And matter of fact, all these bots that come on, if y'all read my Instagram post and you see the bots that come up, because if you post anything about podcasts, usually anything about podcasts and fish, you get three or four that say promoted on blah, blah, podcast stuff. Yeah. Promoted on blah, blah, fishing stuff, stuff. So, um, if you do that, but when they do, I always, I always, always answer them back. One, one is engagement. So engagement drives views. But yep. two, people, people actually read your comments through these posts. At least mine, because I get like six or seven comments. I don't get 5,000 like Alex Rudd or some of those guys. But people read them, and people will like those. And because it's, it's a way for me to be creative. But back to your point, the, the, the Bass Bros, yeah, fuck those bitches. I, any chance I get, 
any chance I get to like go in and talk shit to them, I'm I'm a hundred percent doing it. And matter of fact, we've had a couple posts that some of those women have made that the people ended up deleting their comments. <laughs> yeah, I saw there was one the other day. Stupid ass David Dudley like had a shark and was having the shark like slap him in the butt. Like he had a shark and was like making it. Slap <laughs> yeah. And I and like I'm like. Dudley, you fucking moron. And he eventually turned the comments off because there's just some people that post shit. I mean, granted, I post stupid stuff all the time because, well, I'll do it on my personal account. I really don't do it on Drunkwood as much. I mean, I sometimes, if I'm feeling stupid, I'll put, like, tips for Valentine's Day success. And Because my thing is, is Look, I don't give I a- loved – hold on, hold on, hold on. I loved your Ash Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Love all the Ashleys. <laughs> yeah, my my both Ashleys liked it on Facebook, so I, I, yeah. I well, thought that was pretty good. What was um, uh, you, you did a post to, and, and this was going back, so I don't know how recent it was. Uh, Ashley too was like, "You're an asshole" or something. So post you did. I can't remember. Was it? I, I anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, that all was. Right. That was uh, two days ago when she was coming back from a trip, and I posted the vacuum vacuum cleaner with Richard Moss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I posted on that too. I said you better get her a real fucking vacuum cleaner. That bullshit you that vacuum cleaner you posted ain't worthy of a good no, woman to run it. That's an expensive ass vacuum cleaner, Ricard. I, I, I know, I know, <laughs> I know vacuum cleaners, but look. That Is that the only way you get a good for, you, you, Every good woman wants a Dyson. Every woman, every woman, uh, we, we can't get into this. We can't, I'm, I'm about to say some shit. My wife going to hear this shit somehow, some way. Well, I'm going to be out here sleeping in my, cleaners? I'm going to be out here sleeping in my fucking Hobie. How do you know so much about vacuum cleaners? Well, because I love vacuum cleaners. They're, they're a very handy tool. Because of the attachments that you can use? No, because I have two dogs and a cat, and you know we had to fucking vacuum a lot. Okay, all so, right. Yeah. So what are your other questions? Because, because, all right. So, guys, let me tell you something. This this man texted me a couple of days ago with about four or five or six questions. I'm like, damn, dude, you more prepared for this podcast than I have for any podcast I've ever recorded combined. So I used to run a beer podcast. I know what I'm doing. Well, we have no idea what we're doing here besides. There, there will amazing. be 15. Honestly, let's be honest. If someone could get through the first 55 minutes of my story and still listening, we'll be fucking amazed. But, but they will because they understand this is long form podcast. So they'll go back and forth. They'll listen for 10 minutes. They'll come back. They'll listen. Some. Believe it or not, John King, some of these people listen to this whole damn podcast from beginning to end. That's Believe amazing. it or not. So <laughs> what what are your thoughts if let me ask you this question? If you were a furry, what would be your costume? I hope what if I, what the fuck is a furry? Oh, you don't know what furries are? I know what fur babies are. I don't know what a furry is. I mean, I'd be a beaver. <laughs> a furry. 
oh god did you never watch Brule's Rules with Steve, uh, John C. Riley? motherfucker okay. I grew up Matt B. Carolina. I have no TV alright so you know how like for example you know it's North Carolina that they have the Tar Heel mascot and they have different mascot costumes sure well what furries are our furries are a group of people who like to dress up in these costumes and go to conventions and hang out. And these costumes also are anatomically correct. To where Anato- not anatomically, anatomically. <laughs> to where there's certain cutouts. Appendages. Of, yeah, to where these people will wear these costumes and have these personalities and have these avatars and do things in these costumes with each other in their costumes uh, and they refer to themselves as furries. So I actually I I used to work with a a couple of them used to be in my IT department at the university and You couldn't go up in their office because they had all this like wolf and dog and animal naughty drawings, which was anime, whatever. So long story short, furs are people that dress in masculine content, masks uh, in mascot costumes and have sex with each other. So, so it sounds like the bronies. Have you ever heard of the bronies? Uh, I think so. They're they're the grown ass men who dress up as my little ponies. Mm. Same concept. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I don't know about the sexual connotations, but anyway. All right, next question. No, I'm not a fur baby, but what I like beaver. All right, let's if roll. You, if you were furry, what would you be? If I was furry, what would I be? What would your um, animal what would your animal costume be? Oh God, I would be a lion. Okay. So here's my question: Is I'm going to name some pro bass fishermen, and I want well, you to. Is it a question or a statement? My question no. is: I'm going to name. I'm going to name some pro bass fishermen, and I want you to name what their furry costume would be. Oh Lord, let's roll. David Fritz. Um, polar bear. <laughs> Why? Look, there's no reasoning. You just said name it. It's like the shotgun round. I just you ask a question, I answer it. There's no reason. It's what what comes to mind first. Taku Ito. Um. 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 Pokemon. That's racist. Uh, (laughs) Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pikachu. I was trying to think of a damn Pokemon, and I've been chasing Pokemon with my son. I should know better. But anyway, I couldn't think of a name. I'm colorblind, Greg so I'm slow, I'm slow with names. Very hacky. Uh Grizzly. See, I went with rhinoceros, but Grizzly's a good choice. My my favorite rhinoceros moment is a hippopotamus moment when Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura birthed himself from the hippo, uh, you know, whatever the fuck it was, the fake hippo. That's my favorite rhinoceros moment in movie history. 
It's a very reflective. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Iconelli. <laughs> uh, Garfield. Garfield? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Rick Clunn. <laughs> oh, shit. He, he's, he's, um, who, who's the damn, the blue garbage pale guy from Sesame Street? Uh, that's green, and that's Oscar the Grouch? Yeah. Are you yeah. talking about Arnold? No, no, Ar- Oscar the Grouch. Oh. He's not going to be happy to hear that. Well, if, if Rick Klum listens to this shit right here, then, then I, I I have reached the mecca of what Paul Roberts can reach in podcasting history. I'm done. If Rick Klum listens to this shit, I'm done. Uh, Dave Mercer. Who the fuck is that? Who's Dave Mercer? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dave Mercer for a furry animal. He's got to be a liger. Skeet Reese. Labrador Retriever. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, What's your favorite? See, I grew up, uh, I could probably quote every Billy... One of my favorite things to do is I, I like to troll John Cruz on Instagram with all Adam Sandler CD songs. So I don't know. Do you know, you ever do you know John Cruz? Yeah. Okay. So I like to troll him with every Adam Sandler, especially like when he does weightlifting stuff. I don't know if you remember the skit of sex and weightlifting from Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll just rip off quotes. I'm like, those aren't dumbbells. They're just my balls. And <laughs> He knows what I'm talking about. So, yeah. what is what's your favorite scene from any Adam Sandler movie? Why are you asking me all these questions? Jesus it's called content. Christ. I'm a content creator. Uh, favorite, um, golly, I don't know when him and that little kid are pissing on the side of the wall in Big Daddy or whatever it was. Big Daddy was okay. Because I saw a thing today. I, I sent you the post from... Did you understand the post from Happy Gilmore I sent you today? Yeah, with the lion and John what's in the wrestler that died and all that. Yeah. It was an alligator, not a lion. What's what's up with the lions? You said a lion in the past like three minutes. I, I don't know. I'm colorblind. I can't see colors. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Look, oh, if you ask questions to Paul Roberts, you better be prepared for the, the answers I'm going to give you because that shit might have not nothing to do with what you asked, but that's what I'm saying. You remember those lines we talked about earlier? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to cross them. Not gonna cross them. Well, no, um, no we, th- there ain't no lines to cross. We can hop back and forth. Answer what is your ask a question? What's your best stitches story? Stitches, yeah. Do you got any stitches? Oh, hell yeah, great. It all started back in 1980 when I was born, and a few years later, about 1988, 
We play in basketball outside Macby, South Carolina, my best friend's house neighbor. Okay, and, can I stop you real quick? You, oh, said 19, you said 1980. So are you referring to the stitches because you broke your mom's perineum? Or, uh... well, well, first of all, first of all, you ran a, 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 a you know, a, a brewery podcast. You should know you don't interrupt the person in the middle of their story. Yeah, but I wanted to insert perineum because but, when is the first time perineums? This is the third time perineum is fourth time that's been said in your podcast. Spell perineum. Perineum. P. P E R A N E U I M perineum. Probably not right, but we'll go with it. So anyway, you know what that is, right? Yeah, okay. it's the flap that they cut off of boys when they're born. No, the perineum is the scientific. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you asked me for a stitches story, not not a spelling bee, not a not an anatomy lesson. You asked me for some stitches. I'm trying to give you stitches. Go for it. <laughs> we play in basketball outside my my neighbor's yard, and and the goal at some point comes comes leaning forward enough that a bunch of, like, 14- and 12-year-old boys can dunk it. I said, this is cool as shit. You know, they're dunking. I can't dunk it. I think I'm in second grade. And they, they're dunking, they're dunking. Something happens. One of them dunks it. I'm standing under the goal. And all I do is I hear move, and I look up, and I see a basketball goal coming from my face. So I turn around to run. Well, this is a point in my life where I realized I wasn't fast. Because I turned around to run, and I wasn't fast enough to outrun the rusted out basketball goal falling on the top of my head. And that bitch hits me and buries my face into the dirt yard we's playing in with some live oak trees with them big old live oak leaves, and it hits me, boom, face in the ground, second grade. I'm crying. I run up. I run inside. My neighbor's mom and dad's like, what happened? What happened? I said, basketball goal fell on me. All I remember, the next thing I remember, they got my head under their little rinky-dink-ass faucet, washing blood as it's gushing out the top of my head. There's blood, dirt, and leaves in the rinky-ass sink. And I'm like, oh, shit, hell no. Anyway, take me to the damn emergency room. I got, bitch, put two holes in my head. I got five stitches in one hole and two stitches in another. That was the point in time in my career I quit making straight A's. (laughs) (laughs) So I got two stitches in my damn head. Who I, you know? I probably had eighteen concussions after that thing too. Damn! I took, I got three right here on the hole number three putt putt golf course at Evening <laughs> Star. 
Where was my that buddy... Ashley one smacked you across the face? No, my buddy swung it like a regular golf club and just waxed me. What a asshole. I, 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 no, he's a good buddy, but yeah. And then I got 13 here from Ashley two and I's wedding night. Oh, um, is that when you took Norris the door, right? Yeah. I didn't tell you that story. Oh, yes, you did. See, see, this is why this works. John, John, Mr. Drunkwood, this is why this works. We be drunk texting each other stupid shit all the fucking time and don't remember until somebody references and I'm like, damn, did I fucking say that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you did. Look at he's looking through his text right now to say yeah. Oh wow. So from so that from that how angle pissed, how pissed was Ashley too? That y'all had to go get stitches on the wedding night. Oh, no. We didn't go the night. We went the next day. Okay. Well, good, because you at least got to make, you know, you got to make your wedding real. No. Uh, the shitty part was, is I had it. <laughs> we, we had it at a, uh, a brandy, my buddy's brandy distillery, and it was unlimited brandy old-fashioned. So oh, let me Woo. take a couple steps back. So we we got married in Nashville, but had a party. I kind of want you to hear this one, so I'm going to meander. But we got married in Nashville. I've got headphones awesome. in so I can hear everything you say. I just can't okay. talk. Oh, yeah, that's because you're peeing. Uh, so, yeah, we had a wedding in Louisville. On Bass and Brews, we call it Tinkle. Okay. So long story short was I really got to dance and my buddy was, uh, we pretty much gave him a list of country music songs and said, can you learn these in three days? And he's like, oh yeah, I can do it all. So I was dancing and while my dancing during the wedding, I split a hole in my pants. And so like any non-sober person, I thought, hey, with this hole in the crotch, if you cut the legs off the pants and make them into pirate shorts, no one's going to really realize you have a hole in your pants. So I borrowed a friend's pocket knife and a smart person would have taken the pants off and cut them. Not drunk John. Drunk John takes this pocket knife and just starts ripping into the freaking pants and gouges himself three times. So during my wedding dancing, I have tape with paper towels wrapped around my leg while I'm profusely bleeding down uh through this wedding so then wedding's over we clean up and we go to a local bar have one drink and it's bedtime for bonzo and uh so we get home and i reach my pocket and can't find the key and so my wife goes oh just wait i'll go around the back and unlock it well i got super impatient and just was like i've seen this in the movies it won't do nothing and just went, hi-yah! And at that point, when I went, hi-yah, she had just walked down the stairs and was like, hand on the door to open it. My fist goes right through it. And glass goes everywhere. Dogs were like, what the fuck? And uh, she just, I look, I'm, I'm, paper towels, saran wrap. We get to the hospital that night, and she just goes like, we're taking the hospital. And I was just like, no. I was like stubborn. I was like, I'm not going. 
So I went back home. You were the next morning. You were hammered. Yeah, the next morning, my best friend's my doctor, and he was at the wedding. And <laughs> I, the next morning, I just send him a picture of my wrist, and he goes, "Get to the hospital right now." <laughs> and uh, we missed brunch with her parents. We made up an excuse, um, and you know, what's funny? What's, what's funny? I'm gonna listen to this and find out the truth. They're not. They have class. So. Uh, they were list, you know, when they were doing the stitches, they had, to, I don't know what they were doing, but they were like, why is blood coming from your legs? And when they were doing the <laughs> stitches on my arm, they realized that during the dance, I had stabbed myself like three times. And that was when I stopped drinking alcohol. <laughs> um, but no, it's a, yeah, it's, gotta love my wife. She put, puts up with so much shit. So, oh my she's a, God. Oh, and you know, you she loves. That's the thing is, my wife loves when I go fishing because I'm not home. I don't ask her to do shit, and it's. So I took her out. She never like when I brought my boat home. I was like, "Hey, I'm." I I pretty much said I'm gonna go buy a bass boat, and she goes, "Okay." And so I went. <laughs> no idea what that meant, right? No. So I pulled it up, and she goes, "Is that it?" She goes, "Where's everyone gonna sit?" And I go, "I go." She thought you went to go get a pontoon. <laughs> She's like, where's everyone to sit? I was like, well, I sit here. You can sit there. She's like, where's the dog? I go, well, I'll go sit on the floorboard. And so I took her out to the Ohio because she'd never been in it. And I was like, all right, we'll we'll dick around on the Ohio. And I don't like, because it gets a lot of party loaders. And, uh, dick what? around. <laughs> well, no. I, so I was like, you can <laughs> send them back and I'll fish the Ohio. And so we're fishing and had a good time and everything, had lunch and then, I'm on my way back and I just see some big barges coming my way. And I'm like, fuck, these barges are going to, and we get a lot of big boats on the Ohio. And I was like, man, I'm going to hit this. And I just, I hit this wake and my boat was completely airborne and just <laughs> came down like that. And, and hit she was the next like, one. Well, no, I just, just flat oh. out landed. And she was just like, oh, my God, that was so much fun. And I was like, my butthole was this bad. I thought the boat was going to fall apart. Oh, it was. It was. It are was you like, or like, honey, remember how you said that for later tonight after dinner? <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. All right. To, to, we, we have to keep this podcast to a little bit about fishing. What is mm-hmm. what, what is your go to lure? So it's so free boat, hands down a spot remover shaky head with a zoom watermelon candy trick worm. Wow, that's that's, that's pretty that's really pretty Pacific. I mean that's that's if I was a co angler fishing all these tournaments, that's what I fish number one because I was behind people. Um, and that reminds me of a story. As I mentioned earlier, um, my buddy was the co-angler in the incident with Ish and um, Keith oh, Lachey yeah. when they got in the big yeah. fight. So he's a good friend of mine. And um, Well, tell us about that fight, too, because some of the people listening might not know about it because it's been a while ago. Yeah, basically what it was is that they were, I think they were down in Florida and they were on a lock and – Basically, like someone came in, I think it was Keith. Keith Pochet came in a little too hot. Mama, and didn't mama said, Mama said, Mama said, 
and came in a little too hot, hit Ish's boat. They got in a verbal argument, started pushing each other. And I think both fell in the water. Um, well, they both got kicked out of the tournament. And my buddy was one of the co-anglers in there. And uh, he was actually on with Brian on the iClive show. Well, he's a good friend of mine. I didn't know it until I think I heard about it on the iClive show when they mentioned his name, Mark Bell, and I put two and two together. Yeah. But we're, we're fishing Cumberland. And we had a one-day tournament, and he and I got paired together as angler and co-angler. So we went down two days beforehand and had a good time fishing. I caught a ton of fish, and we were having a good time. But when I go on these trips and vacations, my system isn't normal. So my my poopy doesn't happen, like, every day of the week. <laughs> so we, we come to tournament – we come to tournament day and we're, we, we go down the stretch where we've caught all the fish and the fish aren't there. And he's catching, he caught a couple keeper spots and just throws them, doesn't even put them in the live well, just throws them. He's like, oh, we'll do better. And I'm just like, dude, you better put them in there. And <laughs> they, we're like, the motherfuckers are scoreable. They're yeah. keepers. Put them. <laughs> so 45 minutes in down the stretch, I just, I feel the bumbling and I'm like, I said, Mark, I'm sorry, man. You gotta let me off. I was like, I gotta go. So he lets me off. I do this business, and it's, I mean, it's, it's huge. It's, it's a huge freaking dump. And so I get done and walk down towards the bank, and he's probably 75 yards down, down from where I am. And I yell at him. I was like, Hey, Mark, I'm done. He goes, Okay. And so I was expecting him to, you know, jump on the trolling motor and pick me. No, motherfucker made me run through the woods back to catch where he is fishing. Doesn't come and pick me up. And I was just like, you're not going to come pick me up. He's like, no, I'm going to fish here. I'm not going to waste my time coming picking you up. You You just recently told that story on a podcast or something. I swear I just heard it. Uh, I may have said it on Serious Angler. I can't remember. Oh, There's... yes, yes, because you just did Serious Angler not that long ago. Yeah, but it, it I may have said it in another, I may have done it on the 200 or the 200 that episode. That fucking funny shit, dude. All right, so, so this, we got on this tangent about you, what, what, what's your, what's the one lure that you would throw? Tell, tell me this, you know. But I don't throw it anymore. So, like, now that I have a boat, I probably... Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. So, what's your one fucking lure? If it ain't the one that you would have thrown, what is it now? Rude. Uh, uh, well, answer the question properly. No, it's, it's, it's still shaking head. Okay. There we go. I don't need to know color, all that bullshit that don't matter. Just what's the technique? So shake it. Yeah. My man, my man John King, aka Drunk Wood, aka Inky, Ooh. is throwing a shaky head. All right. Yep. Go ahead. Take go it ahead. back. Take it back. Godzilla rig. Oh, God. This this go here. I'm gonna tell you right. It's been an hour and fifty-four minutes. I'm telling you right now, take a break. This this motherfucker is probably lasting another two hours. So all right. Go ahead, Mr. Inky. Go ahead, Jesus Christ. I never thought I'd meet somebody as fucked up about talking (laughs) as I am, but here we are. Go ahead. Go ahead. Two hours in. 
All right, number one, number one bait last year was the Godzilla rig. <laughs> there you go. That was my what, number one bait. What last made year. it number one? Caught my most fish. Biggest. Caught, caught the most fish. Caught the biggest fish. And I'm not going to. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but you will probably see Matt Robertson throwing the Godzilla rig this weekend. The rig no one's heard of. And no one does. Get off the phone. I'm, I'm texting somebody important to see if they are able to maybe sneak in. Do a little <laughs> bit of do a little dolphin face while I'm like, eh, 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 come at the back door and she'd be like, eh, 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 eh. Should I explain what the Godzilla rig is? Because you have no idea. Yeah, I have I have no idea what the fuck the Godzilla rig is, but yeah. So go ahead, I go ahead and explain it. Last year during COVID, uh, not during COVID, uh, I started building my own Tokyo rigs. So, because um, it's easier to build a, a Tokyo rig than to buy them. And what is the animal that demolished Tokyo? Godzilla. And what is Godzilla? A lizard. Put a big old lizard on a Tokyo rig, throw it on a Throwing on a spawning bass, Godzilla rig. Ooh. That's my juice. So I, dude, I, 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 man, I said, dude, if you could catch one bass and call it the Godzilla rig, that would be amazing. <laughs> I'd make zero money and get zero endorsements, but that would be awesome. <laughs> but, but look, it's got to be fun hanging around that guy. Like I only know him as a fan of fishing, as his, uh, as his TV personality, as his on stage personality, and as someone that has played football and knows guys that have played in the NFL. Like there's a there's a persona and a personality that they they are to the public, and then they sure. are. To, to who they really are, to the people that they know. He I got bet that he is who he is regardless. He is, you know, what's funny is I have some friends that own a brewery in Kentucky that's called Country Boy Brewing. And it's hillbilly and it's called Country Boy Brewing. And I was like, dude, Matt would be the perfect guy for you. And so my friend, I sent him all this stuff and uh, I contacted Matt. And I was like, hey, I'm trying to get you this thing. I was like, and he, he was very, he, he was super happy I was trying to do it. But essentially, they were like, we can't pay. We can't do this thing. So as soon as he went to the classic and did the water bottles and the cans thing, I just said. He stone cold Steve Austin the beers. I said, this could have been your beers, you dumbass motherfuckers. Um, and I was like, I hope you regret that. So when I kind of went out of my way for him. Uh, I made him some stuff and got to talking to him. Dude is one of the most, he's one of the smartest business guys I've ever talked to. And it's just super nice and very humble. And he does have that persona and everything like that. But man, he is on top of the shit. He knows that he has to make, or he can't, not he has to, he can make money outside of cashing a check every day. Um, well, 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 but and he's, so he's, he's his own person. This. Yeah, let's think about this, though. And this is going to go kind of into a topic that probably people at this point in time wouldn't think. Let's, let's think about this. Kevin Van Dam 
is the winningest angler ever. Like he, sure, he makes money off of catching fish, but not so much now as is what his lures sell for Strike King and sure and that. But then you have somebody like Ike. Ike is a, a love or hate angler, and that mm-hmm. and that doesn't generate money. But um, for him, but that Ike's persona, Ike's uh, draw is people love or hate him, so they're going to watch him, so they're going to talk shit about him or not. Like, that's a draw for Bass or for when he was, you know, with MLF. Like, that, that, that personality makes them money. But somebody like Ike has taken that. He has the podcast. He has uh, he has Bass U, like he's he's growing, um, what you know, that mecca of his out, and I mm-hmm. think that's what a lot of the bass anglers now that you see, they're the Edwin Evers with the YouTube, you know, they're starting pecans. to huh? Pecans, yeah, pecans. Pecans. Yeah. It ain't pecan, it's pecans. So what these guys are doing is that they're they're figuring out how to market themselves outside of not only fishing, but outside of their sponsors. And so you know, it's it's that business. Look, they're a business. They they are not an angler. They are not I Mike Iaconelli, yep. they're not Kevin Van Dam. Kevin Van Dam is a business. It's not a person. It's not a name. It is a business. And so you take this to the kayak world right now, which is in its infancy of, of fishing the wild, wild west, the kayak world. There, there, are, there are tournaments where people are fishing for thirty and forty and up to $50,000 in a kayak tournament where your entry pay entry fee is $250-400. There's not bass tournaments that have that ROI associated. No, not that ratio, no. No. So you think about that and you think about the fishing world and the fishing world has changed completely in the last 3 years. Uh the the the, the YouTubers, the Instagrammers, those people are getting more money from the sponsorships than, than, than pros at this point. Um, you know, if you look at top to top, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So what, what I'm saying is these people that have figured out how to brand their, their name is a brand. It's a business. They figured out how to take that brand, who they are and market it. And, and Matt Robertson's one of them. He has the well, own them. He's got, he's got the hats. He's got the personality, and I mean that's people will follow that. And let me, you know, and Paul Benson, who's worked in the rod industry now, he's not with Cash anymore. He's with Arc Rods now. He, he brought it up to me about why he thought Matt was the smartest person he ever. What's the number one selling rod of all time, Paul? It's got to be the. Uh, I don't know. Fucking, if you, uh, numbers, no, Ogusik (laughs) is the number one rod of all time. So, as Matt, why would you not affiliate yourself to the number one rod company of all time? 
Number because one seller. Because the fucking ugly stick is great for a catfishing, and it's great for ultralight fishing. And it's great for the people that go to Walmart and want a rod that don't break. And where does that go? Because it's the only thing you'll find in Central City, Kentucky, Walmart. And so that's, I mean, that's why it was a perfect relationship for him. And that's why he's, uh, that's why he's goddamn smart. Um, you know, I, I mean, other, you, yeah, other than seeing him in his underpants at the Bassmaster Classic, and it works. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, he, I mean, he's. But, Go ahead. But, he, but here's the thing, too, is you're talking from a standpoint as a small business owner that has marketed yourself into the bass fishing world into the point that people know you, you you've got one of the four top professional leagues you know, using you to create their their plaques yeah so, um i mean i don't market i don't market the fishing at all like i market more to the anglers yeah, but but that's what I'm saying though. Exactly, that's what I'm getting to. Is when yeah. you think about it, and you take a look at, at your social media because I did. This is why I asked you for the pictures. I asked you take a look at your social media. There's not that much in there about fishing. No, at all. But if you go, if you dive into at least some of the people I know that are deep into the the professional bass fishing arena, every one of them know who you are. But outside of that, they people on your social media look at you selling fucking turtles and ducks and bingles and fucking, you know, shit like that. But, but that's a niche. Yeah. And that's, so, and- that's what I love about. That's what I love about. Like, as I mentioned earlier, I have zero desire ever to get into professional fishing, but I like to be. And I did the same thing when I worked in the craft beer industry. Like, I my goal was to try to make as many connections as possible, meet as many people, because it's just mainly people that have the same interests as you. Like, I would, you know, I like that I can text certain people in the industry and respond and just not even talk about fishing shit because I don't want. I don't want anything from them. I don't really give a shit. And when you have to think about it, the main thing is, is the fishing industry compared to like professional sports and and things like that is is super small. I mean, super teeny tiny. Cause like, I mean, I've, I've, I do a bunch of work for Justin Thomas. Who's um, one of the, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. He's one of the best pro golfers. I've done work for fucking Elton John. So when he came to town, I, he's got some work in mind that probably ended up in the river or something like that. But yeah, <laughs> goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I'm gonna throw this shit. In yeah. So he, he gave yeah. it to us. He gave it to his tour manager's assistant's assistant. Yeah, it's yeah, and I just like being like it's. I love to just fuck around with a lot of these people and it, things like that. No like time. I'm super. I'm super bummed I couldn't go to the classic. Uh, I wish I yeah. could have, but I just didn't work. But Knoxville's three and a half, four hours away. So, and 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 so this podcast really is based off of folks who have a social media presence. Now, mm-hmm. not not all the time, but like our thing is 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 we want to talk to people that are creating content 
for other folks to listen to and they could be a professional angler they could be in the industry they -hmm. could be somebody that just started fishing you know six months ago ours is all about the the content creation how you create it what got you started and in your fishing journey and so you if you Go look at your stuff. You're not creating a bunch of fishing content or anything like that, but you're no. you're you're deep within the fishing world, uh, from the professional side, the boat side, and that that says a lot though about what you've done and how you've grown. But you, but that's not to take away from your social media content because you take your the products that you produce. You take really good pictures. You take those before and after pictures of non-poly and poly or, you know, non-urethane and urethane. So you're showing the progression of that art that you're making. And, you know, that's people want to follow that, right? People want to see how you take a a slat of of a bourbon barrel and then how you turn it into a sea turtle or a duck <laughs> or a fish or, yeah. you know, this, and, this, 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 this mount to put your bourbon on. People want to see that. Yeah. And that's my thing too, is I, I will never do videos of like, here's how to do this. Cause I just, I can't do like, I don't have the time or the patience to do that. And to be honest with you, no one really wants to see here's, you know, I follow some people that do all these how-to videos, and I'm like, I can't watch this shit. I'm like, someone but, does. And then also, when you post those videos, what you're doing is you're giving other people instructions on how to copy your shit and how to start producing that as well. But look, I mean, the only that's time a big problem want, I have too. The only people, the only time people want to see you making making step by step a fucking wooden turtle is if you cut off a digit. You cut off a no, fucking exactly. finger. You put that shit on the internet. They want to see blood. They want to see pain. I talk about this shit all the time with fishing. People want to see. People love to see you catch a big fish, but more than what they love to see you catch a big fish, they love to see you lose that big fish. They want to see pain. They want to see a hook in the face. They want to see you lose that big fish. They want to see your damn trolling motor fall off the front of your fucking boat. Uh-huh. Like they want to see pain. People want to see you in pain is what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. My buddy, uh, um, if you listen to Bash, you, you'll know his name, Jeremiah Eads. Eads. Uh, I took him fishing and forgot to put my plug in the boat and he just recorded, he recorded the whole thing of me realizing, Oh, you forgot to put your plug in the boat. To fucking bilging everything out, and it yeah. just, I mean that's the stuff people want to see. And I don't. My thing is, is I, I've never really given a shit about what other people think, and that could be a a bad quality I have. Is I I just don't care. I'm just like fuck it. I don't care if you like me or not. It, and it's the same thing with my customers too. Is I I don't deal with. I hate to use the Dude, word parents. Yeah, you, you you posted so as I went back, especially during the, oh, the I, Christmas Thanksgiving, some of the shit you posted from back in that time was funny as hell. Y'all should go look at it. Hold on. All right, I've got a list of fucking questions I'm looking at on my phone right now that you, you have it. not asked. 
So if oh, you I need haven't? to ask your shit, you need to set this shit up because it's been two hour and ten minutes. So I'm about to start asking my questions. So you better you better get on it, Hoss. Uh, go ahead because I think I covered. Uh, the only thing I took out was uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, just the yeah the country music stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, what oh, about yeah, the, my, Oh, sorry. What about the Snoopy was, Rod tournament? Let's. No, I have two other questions. Have you ever really been like? Let's okay. Let's say you're out in the kayak. And all of a sudden you just, whether it be the wind hits your ride or you're having a slow day on the water or you're thinking about your wife, have you ever used real oil to masturbate with? Um, you broke up. Have I ever used what oil? Have you, have you ever used real oil? Like, you know, real oil. Oh, yeah. Or... To masturbate with. <laughs> no, 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 never, because I have a wife, so I don't have to masturbate. Secondly, no, I mean, I secondly when I go fishing, people. when I go fishing, I'm out there to catch fucking fish. I don't give a fucking shit about nothing else. All right. I, maybe you're in a pinch. You're thinking about your wife, the wind hits you, or things like that. So well, I get I home and be to... like, hey, hey, honey. The wind hit me really special out there today, and I didn't catch any fish. So you married me. Let's let's get the let's make this happen. But you have kids. Yeah. So between nine and nine ten, it's got to happen. <laughs> PM. <laughs> so what I what I really want to see, and I doubt it ever comes. To- fruition is a professional tournament to where angler can only use snoopy rods you can use whatever lures you want but you can only use snoopy rods with the push button what's your definition what's your definition of a newbie rod snoopy oh snoopy i thought you said newbie oh fuck it hell yeah i want to see that shit fuck yeah because it's either like you could restrict it and say, all right, you can only use beetle spins, you can only use, uh, you know, no, inline I, spinners. I like the Snoopy rod because that bitch is like three foot eight inches long. Yeah. And with the reel that comes on a Snoopy rod, you can't put more than about eight or nine, eight or 10 pound test on there. Yeah. So, so you're basically yeah. live scoping. You're basically going to live scope and just. Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. And so so in the in the pre-spawn and middle of the spawn, you fucked. <laughs> yeah, you're screwed. I mean you can probably throw a popper on that. You could Well do, yeah, you know, but... I, I believe look, back in the day, back in the nineties, you were only throwing I mean, you, you didn't have a lot to throw. You threw your shit on some Trilene XT. And it didn't Trend. matter if that bitch was a sinking bait or a yeah. floating bait. You threw your shit on some Trilene XT mono and you throw it out there on your five to eight or six to one reel because that's the only, only fucking reel was that, that was out there. And if you were lucky, you had a crankbaiting rod that was a medium action rod. Otherwise, you threw that shit out of there on a medium heavy 
extra fast. And back in that day, they didn't have extra fast. It was just medium heavy, and it was a broomstick. So, I mean, you know, you, you yeah, can make it happen. Good. Look, Rick Clung, love- Rick Clung caught some damn fish off his shit, and he was throwing medium heavy fast action rods. I just, I think it'd be a great idea for either Ugly Stick or someone to hold Snoopy Rod tournament, mm-hmm. and that's all you Reba can. Reba, like, huh? Reba, yeah, uh, man, it's I do love Fritos, but uh, oh, it's a hands down Shania, Shania Twain oh. every time. I mean, have okay. you watched the video? I mean, I don't remember her videos when I was in high school, and then I rewatched them because we'll get drunk and listen to old country music. And I was like, holy crap. This, this, hold up. This motherfucker says Shania Twain is old country music. Jesus Christ. It is. Okay. Waylon Jennings I, is old country music. Shania I, Twain is new age country music. So let me ask you this. Who's better, Paycheck or Tom T. Hall? Oh, Paycheck. Uh, I'll, I'll give that. Pay- uh, yeah. Usually I, I love Johnny Paycheck. So, and I, I take it back. That's my old country. Uh, <laughs> you li- have you listened to the podcast uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones at all? No, no, no. I only listen to fishing podcasts because I'm so I'm it is. Idiot. It's basically it's Dave and Alan Coe's son, and he gives an interpretation of how country music started and all the stories that brought it to where we are today. Mm-hmm. And he just did a whole season on. George Jones, and it was oh, shit. It is amazing. Just, I mean, just all the shit. I mean, it's. I'm a, I'm a sucker for old country music. I mean, I absolutely. I've gotten kicked out of the karaoke bar. I don't know how many times. Just <laughs> doing blue hair people that are singing shit. Um, well, look, yeah. look, that country music is is the peel popping, dope smoking, like that. That was the country music. That was fueled by no sleep and no. party. My, in my opinion, country music stopped when Kenny Chesney started singing, and that's when <laughs> country music stopped. I, I, I will. You know, there's there's some truth to that. I think it start. It's country music stopped before that, but yeah, when you when you got in that, but there's still some good country music that comes out. Um, all right, so so what's next? What you got for me? Because I got questions for you, Hulse. Go ahead. I mean, all right, can, can we make this thing, though? Uh, bro country is not country music. Country music is Tyler Childers. Country music is those guys. And Sergio Simpson. There we go. That's my, that's my teacup. All right. So John King, a.k.a. Drunk, a.k.a. Wood, a.k.a. Dinky, as BTC called you have fun with yep. dinky tonight crocs oh did you try to text him to get on and he was like fuck you he sent me a video of him in bed playing with his dog that's usually and that's i said I, I said hey man we still got time come on he goes the next text is i'm asleep <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, that's good for, you know what, to be honest with you, if they did bash you tonight and it's 1027, they did, they did. and he, if it's 1027 oh, it, and he, 
he's in bed. I'm impressed. That's good for Brian. Look, Get your look, sleep. Look, they did bass and bruise tonight, and it was a good one too because they did it down at Santee. You mean bash you? Yeah. You said bass and bruise. You said they did bass and bruise down at Santee. Well, shit, goddamn motherfucker! I've been <laughs> on this bitch two, two hours and eighteen minutes. I can't damn talk at this point. Shit. They did ba- right. they did bass you and I'm pretty sure Pete's at Santee. So anyway, fuck it. You know what? Pete's got COVID. If you're gonna be Pete's a stickler, got COVID. if you're gonna be a stickler, go get Ashley two up and let's let's see how good you are at being a stickler. Jesus Christ. Right. Go ahead and make your question. Proceed. <laughs> I love that fucking shirt, by the way. It's awesome. All right. Crocs or flip flops? Crocs are absolute. Oh Jesus garbage. Christ! No, stop! Time out! Time out! Only time out. Chris from Paddler's Playbook. We don't need a diatribe of 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 which one. It's 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 called the shotgun round. Flip flop. I'm pumping a shotgun. I'm shooting you in the face. You're getting hit with hot lead. You gotta answer the question. That's called Bukaki. What? That's called Bukaki. <sighs> Crocs or flip flops? Flip flops. I mean, okay. I, basically, all, all summer long, I have flip flop tan. Like you, you take. I mean, my feet have flip flop tans all year long. Okay, you can. First of all, <laughs> answer the question. Then we can dive into your answer. But you I, have to I, answer the question first. Flops, because. Uh, Crocs are garbage. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Gar- you don't have to go there with Crocs. I fish in twenty eighteen to twenty five degree weather in the winter time here, and I wear Crocs with no no socks. Just the people that wear Crocs used to wear Jenko jeans in high school. Um, nope, yeah, never had a pair not. of Jenkos. Don't even know how to spell it. Jan it. So you had a pair because you know how to spell it. Because how many times you have to ask your mom and daddy for some jinkos and you ain't get them? <laughs> no, never. Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> I was all Tommy Hilfiger. Oh, so you was rich? <laughs> no, I just knew. I'm best. I was voted best dressed in high school, man. Most, so you was, I was rich. I was voted funniest and best dressed in high school. Did you have an earring? No. Oh. The only thing that was against my ear were two legs. Oh shit! High five, Hoss. <laughs> Hell yeah! High five, motherfucker! High five, me, motherfucker! Hell yeah! Damn. Look, that's that's probably that's classic bass and bruise right there. That shit. <laughs> when when we hit one thousand episodes, when we are the number one podcast in the Panama Canal, not just the canal, but the Panama side of it too. That shit right there is going up. The only thing on my ears was legs. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, I'm gonna roll up in bed tonight at like two o'clock in the morning. And be like, hey, baby, only thing on my ears tonight needs to be your legs. And when she says, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like John King, drunk wood on Instagram said to tell you that. So she's gonna be in your DMs hollering at you. That's all right. All right, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Do we have to go over the rules again, yes or no? 
Unless there's Canadian bacon now. Oh my god, Canadian bacon's fucking ham. When, when we grew up, where we grew up, oh this is going to be the worst fucking shotgun <laughs> round ever. This is going to be the worst after the Paddler's Playbook. When 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 Chris couldn't answer the fucking questions without a diatribe, and Drew said, "Hey man," and I probably got the names backwards. It don't fucking matter. Oh Jesus! Now now this dude went to go tinkle. The, oh, he's got, look, I can hear you peeing. <laughs> he's got his earphones in. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, strawberry one. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, what's up? Anyway, the only only other person that went tinkle live on this show was Alex. Mm-hmm. Right, we got to speed this shit up because it's been two hours and 23 minutes. And the best part of this podcast has been the last 23 minutes. And ain't nobody gonna listen to it because they fucking quit like two hours ago when you were telling your story for an hour and fifty five minutes. All right, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No. Spend more on a rod or a reel? Uh, reel, hands down. If it's a bait caster, rod. If it's spinning. Second podcast in a row, somebody has said that from somebody that is into fishing, and I'm. That shit makes sense. All right. In a three-hour session, you want to catch five two-pounders or one seven-pounder? Uh, I would go with one seven-pounder because my PB is seven and a half, so I would like to get close to break, Matt. Put, bring your fucking ass down here so we can get you a PB. Well, you don't have that big a bass in North Carolina. Not that big, not not that much bigger than we have in Kentucky. <laughs> See, this is the problem. People think that South Carolina, North Carolina, minus Santee, ain't got no big fish. Motherfucker, you're telling me that you can catch the same big fish in in in, in, in Kentucky that we can catch here in North Carolina. I can't even catch a smallmouth in the Davidson River, North Carolina. What makes you think I want Motherfucker, we ain't talking about smallmouth. You want to catch big fish. Look, if you don't want to catch big fish, I'm working on getting Alex Rudd here to come catch some North Carolina bigs. If you don't want to be part of that, that's up to you, dude. But you can come down why here. Are Al- why are you getting Alex, uh, Alex Rudd coming down? I don't know. He said he wanted to come down here and catch big fish. I'm like, I'm 15 minutes from uh, Sharon Harrison Jordan. I do enjoy. I tell you what, I do really do. He's one podcast I really do enjoy listening to. So he's good. So, yeah. Let me tell you something. That that dude creates content that he wants to create, and he don't give a shit. And it's very it's it's good. So, it's good. do you think he's uh, he's made kind of some clues about it. You think he's going to stop teaching and just do fishing full time or content creation? I would be willing to bet that he 
he goes full time with the content creation. Yeah, I, I, I'll be I honest. I've, ne- I've never watched a single. No, I take it back. I watched one video he did when the super drunk guy. Um, I listen to his podcast. I enjoy his podcast. I really enjoy his humor. Um, I think he's really good in that regards. Um, but yeah, that's the thing is he's a teacher. I know I personally, because I ran teacher education programs, I know how much he gets paid. So, uh, <laughs> but not- I grew up, I grew up in a family of teachers, so I understand. But here, here, here's the thing. Like the YouTube stuff is one thing. And you can make money on that. Obviously, people do. Greg Blanchard now is, was a physical therapist who's now doing this fishing full-time. You know, you make money. Uh, the podcast, I think, is really where you can separate people who have a, a knack and a gift for for the gab and for talking because there, there's no clickbait with with this like with, with this if you watch this shit on youtube it's the same thing that you hear on the apple or Spotify. yeah but i mean he he, yeah. he he like many other people will use clickbait stuff on his videos right you know but, like use certain yeah. words like millican does it too i like ben he'll but, do it but too. you have to that like have to. that's they're playing the game but sure when you sit down and you listen to them talk and when you listen to the content they're they're putting out there, like there's the the clickbait. What look? It's clickbait for a fucking reason because yeah. people click on it and they watch it. They watch it to the end. And if you want to make money creating content on YouTube, you have to put the clickbait shit out there. Let's take honeybees. So I have beehives. <laughs> I thought you said honeybees. I was like, I don't know that channel, but I'd like to know it. Well, well yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, let me not get into that in case somebody watches this. But anyway, so honeybees, for instance, like that is a that's a huge. If you if if you want to say, oh my god, I want I want a hundred thousand subscribers and blah blah blah, and I'm an angler. And I want this. Look, sell all your fishing shit, get some honeybees, and start creating content in honeybees because you're going to grow your channel 10 times as fast with bees as you will with with fucking fishing. The other thing really? that you can Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Look, fishing on a YouTube scale because I watch, uh, because I'm a fucking idiot and I watch too much shit. Fishing. Damn. Fishing, if you like, when somebody in fishing has a hundred, two hundred thousand subscribers, they're like they're the king of fishing, right? Am I wrong? I don't watch YouTube, so I don't know. Okay, so yes, I, I'm right. You go to somebody that reviews, that watches a music video of Chris Stapleton, and they they Kentucky. All- Kentuckians. Uh, yeah. yeah. They watch, they were, all they do is watch a video of a music video and react to it who have 600,000 followers. And then you get a guy, the top angler 
on YouTube has 200,000 subscribers. Don't nobody give a fuck about fishing. That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> but can you make money off of it? Yes, 100%. There's numerous people that have done it. Kayak Catfishing, one of reference on this all the time, has done it. Greg Blanchard. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, I heard yeah. about him. I want to check that out because, I've, yeah, that's interesting, with, especially with catfish from a kayak. Because don't well, pull your dude, ass around. Dude's catching four, fucking 40 and 50 pound fucking catfish from a kayak. I watch that shit more than I watch bass fishing YouTube videos because ain't nobody catching 40 and 50 pound fucking bass from a kayak. You See, catch a lot. A lot of my buddies noodle back home, and they, oh, yeah. I mean, they they pull that stuff. I mean, it's and I tell you what, if actually when I was at home last summer, one of my buddies who noodles brought flathead that he cleaned, and man, it was some of the best goddamn fish. If you know how to clean them, it's goddamn good. Uh, oh, it, cat catfish is delicious, just like largemouth bass. Delicious. We have gotten off on a tangent. This shit's got to end in the next ten minutes. Otherwise, our viewership drops off to like 20%. And honestly, I'll tell you right now, if you're still listening, I don't give a shit. There could be one person in the entire world that listened to this podcast, and 100%, I will still do it every fucking week the way we do it because I get to talk to badass folks in the fishing industry, and that, and that is worth every damn second of my time to do it. Those connections are invaluable. All right, wacky rig or Texas rig? Um, to go back to my Gene LaRue, or Gene LaRue, yeah, Salt Crawl Days, Texas rig. <laughs> All right. Slow jams or hype music? Not, not to be negative, I can't believe you still, after this many podcasts, you still have to look at your phone to remember these when I know them by heart after only listening to like four or five episodes of your oh show. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I drink I drink very heavily before and during this podcast. Uh, it's, uh, I, when I go to tournaments, I listen to nothing but old country music and so old country music or... Old country music or 1980s love songs. So slow jams. Yeah, slow jams. Slow okay. jams, slow right. jacks. So, so for everybody here today, I'm interjecting. All these questions are questions that Alex started this podcast with. Yeah, I am yeah. adding a new question right here and now. First mm-hmm. time ever on Bass and Brews podcast for the shotgun mm-hmm. round. Yes, I've have done the Russian woman. Have you ever eaten beaver? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes and no. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. We've already been through this twice now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Was it in a crock pot or on a smoker? Uh, it was probably on a pull-out couch in college. Okay. <laughs> it went on your wedding night? What? All right. 
as as an angler, we know that minus pull-out couch beaver <laughs> in your dorm room, the top three sandwich proteins, because as an angler, we, we like our sandwiches. Top three sandwich mm. proteins. So, let me start. When I oh, said that, here, here we go. Fucking the question. All right, go ahead. This your podcast. Go ahead. Right. I'm so when I fish, I rarely eat on the water. But never. same here. Same here. I never eat. But, I drink water. I drink coffee, and I chew fake tobacco. Uh, no, it's mainly water, Gatorade, sometimes a sugar-free Red Bull, and then sesame stick. <laughs> but when if I do make a sandwich, what I'm doing is the number one sandwich of all fucking time for me is a BLT. So mm. the number one protein of all time is bacon. So I will make a bacon sandwich and the, <laughs> the only issue is with tomatoes, tomato, the water extracts will get the bread soggy. That's the only mm. issue. Number two, staying with pig, is pork belly. Pork belly, which has never been announced, is one of the best sandwich meats of all time. So pork belly is fantastic. The third... A.K.A. bacon. But yes, uh, I know there's a different... Hog jowl. Hog jowl. Yes, yes. I oh, yeah. love taking jowl and smoking jowl and slicing that shit so thin you can see through it. Oh, my God. The third and the best coming from Kentucky, the best thing that you could ever put on a sandwich is fried chicken. It's like a fried chicken tenderloin. Not talking Nashville hot. You put fried chicken on there. Perfect. I mean, it, it, and that's why you get, you know, just, just wriggle. Regular some fried ass chicken and two loaves of white bread, and we good. Yeah, we good. That's it. That's number three. We're not saying baby spinach. We're not saying egg. I, I love eggs, but we're not doing any of that. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the guest that says spinach? I remember. He says spinach because his wife's in fifteen times better shape than he is, and so that's why he says spinach. Who 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 was this guest? Wasn't it Bailey? I'm asking you because I said like four episodes ago, I was quit referencing it. I'm pretty sure it was Bailey. Bailey who? From where? Bailey Igabri from uh, Serious Angler Podcast. Serious, the, the Serious Dangler Podcast. <laughs> so, so Bailey says spinach, and we stopped the podcast right there. They're like, "What the fuck did you just say?" But uh, no, nah, <laughs> spinach, man, baby, spinach isn't salad. No, look, sandwich. he was like, "Look, I love, I love some spinach on my sandwich. That crunch, that greenery." But but when somebody asks you your top three proteins, spinach ain't one of. But we also had. And this was before my time. Delirious Angler, aka Maniac Mod Shop, up in the 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 Atlantic Northeast, fucking Yankees. He yeah. said cheese. 
Yeah, cheese is a protein. No, it is not. Don't start with this shit. A protein is meat. Anyway, all right. We got to wrap this shit up because our viewership is following at the worst possible time. <gasps> this is the greatest. I figured it out. The greatest thing ever. So, so uh, tell me this. Any other questions for you? Because you, you uh, said you had a bunch. And now you've only asked me like three, and I'm a little disappointed in you, Mr. King. So I figured out why I figured out the Wild Bill dilemma. Uh, so the Wild Bill I'm talking about is Wild Bill Waxman. W A. That's the Wild Bill I'm thinking about. So so look up Wild Bill, just Wild Bill on Instagram. I follow him. Wild Bill you Fishing. Did. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's not the same person. That's where I got all confused. Yeah. Oh wow. Exactly. I'm telling you because I texted him and I said, "Do you know Drunkwood?" He's like, "I have no idea who you're fucking talking about." I'm like, "Well, you're a loser because he thought he knew you and he didn't. Yeah. So now you not yeah. knowing him makes you a bigger loser." Wild no, Bill. Well, we'll we'll get y'all set up here shortly. No, because it's fine. you need I'm to good. follow Wild Bill. I will promise you. I follow him. Oh, do you? Did oh, you yeah, see him? him? Did Did you see him cranking the 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 stick bait last year? No. Oh my god he 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 couldn't understand why he couldn't catch a fish on a stick bait, but he was throwing it out there and cranking it back like a goddamn crankbait. Like a Rapala, like a Rapala, like the ones you get in your Easter basket, like those kind of stick baits, well, like the regular yeah, floating I, ones. I mean, think of burning a, uh, a spinner bait back. That's how he was fishing his damn stick bait. But see, if he no. was from New Jersey, he would know better. But he's from Connecticut, so he didn't know until we talked to him. His love, yeah, no, I. That's why I got confused with Wild Bills. I was like, I saw all these old, this old guy post all this stuff and all this new guy, and like, I don't know. So, and so, first of all, William Bill Rogers is gonna be fucking pissed. Well, he ain't gonna be pissed, but he's like that motherfucker. Probably. He don't care. I don't care. Here's the thing. All right, dude, tell us, tell us. Yeah, I know you're you're not on the sponsorship side and stuff like that. But you do really have some unbelievable wood artwork that folks can find, and it's not fishing related. I mean, you you make uh, stuff for the system. I mean, and no, it's not since the Bengals, all this stuff. Where can folks find you to find your artwork? Because uh, so, if you go to um, Brazzers, B R A Z Z E R S backslash. Drunkwood, you can find it there at Brazzers backslash Drunkwood. Um, you, you, you don't obviously. Paul doesn't know what Brazzers is, um, but um, Instagram Drunkwood I N K Y, so like Drunkwood Inky. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. I do a ton of custom work, so if you have any designs, you can look me up. The best thing to do is look through all my photos. You can see a ton of my work. Um, I post some of it on Etsy, but a lot of it's custom, so everything's made per order because I'm a one-man show. So usually turnaround time is about one to two weeks. Um, 
So yeah, I can do basically any designs. Here's one that's going out to Ducks Unlimited right now. Ugh. Let's see if I can get it up going. So basically it's, oh, I can't, this goddamn camera. This camera sucks. Basically it's a duck with a bunch of different wood colors. I don't use any stains or different things like that. I try to keep everything all natural. Um, yeah, and that's basically how I lost my virginity. Thanks. And, and so on top of that, folks with, with local fishing clubs, kayak, bass fishing, all this. Yeah, so you, yeah, you I do, do tournaments. You do some stuff for the local clubs too, right? Yeah, so I somehow got organized with the club out in Louisiana, contacted me, and I've done like three or four trophies for them. So yeah, I can definitely do trophies um, for different people. Um, the thing is, you know, wood and time and stuff costs money, so you're not going to get some cheap plastic shit. So, um, but yeah, I, I definitely do. If you know, if people ask me to do it, I can try to do some one-off stuff for that. But yeah, it's, I stay pretty busy. Um, I work as you know, I have one guy that helps me, but typically from August till December, I'm doing 70 hours a week trying to keep up with shit. So it's good. All right. Um. So yeah, that's that's your plug. Not a butt plug, but it's a plug. Well, you know, you know what I mean. You know, when you get married, those plugs go away. So anyway, no, right. my my. I remember one time my dog started chewing on my stepmom's butt plug and brought it out to the living room. We had this, uh, my stepmom passed with cancer and we had a get together out at the lake last year with all the ponds and the lakes. And it was me and my stepsisters. And you know, what's funny is when I, growing up, my stepsisters never once said, Oh no, step bro. So I don't know where that comment came from, but, uh, we had a bunch of good stories and we brought up the fact that one time we were sitting watching TV and the dog dragged out one of my stepmom's butt club butt plugs and was chewing on it. Good times <laughs> had by all. All right. Well, thank you, dude, so much for coming on. Um, th- this embodies yeah. th- this embodies the the bass and brews and who we are. You know, you, you got somebody that 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 creates content for his business. Um, has, has fishing experience, not a fishing professional, but no, is in the industry. But you know, somebody that that has that has been able to to get around. <sighs> oh Lord, have mercy! He is sniffing. <laughs> um, I don't. He's like Stevo Stevo pre sobriety, but here we are. But thank you. I, We're going to end this shit. It's been two hours and forty five minutes. Which is how how this shit happens. Hooks at Hulums, check them out. They don't sponsor us. We don't get shit from them besides love, hugs, and Wild Bill's feelings. So here we are. Y'all have a good one. Drunkwood, stand by after the show. Me and you going to talk. Here we go. Hell. Give me a hell, hell. Drunkwood. Hell.
I'm peeing. It hadn't ended yet. It hadn't ended.